0: Top, 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 top hill, top hill episode, top flight, 015! top nigga, part two, or 016, I don't know what the fuck Apple gonna do to us when we say this. But anyway, we're here and we're talking about the top ten hip hop albums of the mother fuck decade. Woo-hoo. Special shout out to. But turn me up a this, technology. <laughs> technology. <laughs> All right, um, I go by the name of E-Money Boss. And i go by Travis Jenner. And then we have Carmen the Stallion behind the scenes. Um, Carmen, you can come say hello if you want. to. Making ready. everything yeah, possible yeah. for us. Yeah, making sure we don't slip up. Have any technical difficulties. Shout out to Carmen the Stallion. Um, Carly Chet, Limey, Shout out to Tony Wayside. Shout out William Bowser. Uh, love you guys, y'all family. This shit not charging. Um <laughs> But yeah, we're here. Um we just finished wrapping up the top ten R and B albums of the decade. Now we gotta talk about the the genre that we love very dear and dear. It's our heart. Hard as fuck. Nigga like, what?
1: <laughs> and my my list got switched up numerous <laughs> times. Oh, man, numerous. Old. I've been working on this list for I think three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's tough, man. Um, I'm not going to make everybody happy. I'm not happy with it, but at least with my number 10. But um, uh, I think I'm pretty satisfied with the rest of it, since my number 10 was really
0: hard. Um. Well, let's give them the criteria, so mm-hmm. they can make sense of what this is. Definitely. Um, and then we can kind of tell you why we came to the conclusions that we did come up with. Um, number one Is cultural impact What have you done To the culture Hip hop is super influential When it comes to fashion Music Style Whatever Hip hop has A huge impact On the culture So How has these albums Impacted the culture Is one That's a good one Yeah It's a really good one Number two Lyrics And vocals How do you sound Is it unique Is it different You biting What's up Number three Beat selection You can't have a song without a beat You just can't. I mean, you can do some acapella shit, but that's for some acapella shit. Quality. How can you wrap that shit in one project? You know what I mean? And then the last criteria: here is skippable tracks. Um, What I mentioned before like, you can have, you know, five dope-ass songs, but if you put those five dope-ass songs on a 20-album project and those 15 songs are whack, I can't give you Album of the Decade. You know what I mean? I can't put you in a conversation when there's too many other artists that put time enough in their craft to be like, start one to the finish. I want this to slap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want this jump to to make a statement. So, oh my God. The way you just said <laughs> all that criteria is, is the number 10. This is it's, really hard. it's hard. It's hard, bro. Weird. I know. I know it is, bro. Like, I struggle. I struggle with this list, bro. And I would say this: my number ten is going to out. One is
1: going to outweigh more than the other one, as far as criteria. Uh, so it might one might be more culturally
0: impact. And that's fine. You know what I mean? That's part of it. You know, some you could have your cultural impact on a ten. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your lyrics, and vocals might be at a five. You know what I mean? Everything else might be solid too. So you know what I mean? You could have your weak okay. points. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. Damn. You know, not everybody's gonna have. All of this, unless I mean, you're number one. The t- number one that's has to have top all. That. Five, yeah, much. top five. Top five got to have all of that criteria right there. If you don't got that, you're not in the top five. So let's get into it. Go, you going first, bro. Oh, oh, I went first last time. Oh, just... I went first last time. All right, that's fair. So Chad Missionary is going first for hip hop.
1: Okay, 10? okay, guys. Like I said, this number ten was really, really hard for me. Um... It was so many albums that could have been put in number 10. There was so many hours that could have been put in 9, but I had to narrow it down. I'm just going to throw one out there. It, I want to say this. It may change next week. This is how I feel right now. This is what I've been meditating on. So I'm going to just throw it out there.
2: up Rocky. Long live
0: ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> nigga okay all right go ahead say what you need to say say what you need to say i had this
1: i had to put him at number 10 that, mm-hmm. that's this that's why i asked you um, this is why i mentioned earlier i was like mm-hmm. one is going impact more than the other this is ba- basically off a of cultural impact alone yeah. it's at 10 it's like up there so what what he did for the culture as far way niggas dress right now mm-hmm. The sound. Just, just everything, bro. He... Pull the track up yeah, up. please pull the track up list. But he really, he literally placed a mark. Like, it was at a standstill when he came out. And y'all know what I'm talking about when he released that song, Goldie. I feel like was oh, the one.
3: Oh, that was and, the one. That was
1: the one. And Purple... Uh, uh, pur- I think it's pu- Purple Swag. Bruh. When he released those P- two shows. P- tra- P- pesos? P- too. That was, that was a mixtape before this album. But yeah, uh-huh. Bruh, like... Yeah, man, that, that says it alone, those three long tracks, his, the way he dressed, like, at that time, this is this is um, really special to me because this ain't the
0: right one. That's the album, that's when it
1: came out in
3: 2011.
0: Wait, that's who? the
3: first album I'm talking about. Oh, wait. By the way, comment says, if Kevin Gates ain't in this one, y'all gonna both have to see me.
0: For a decade? Who that, who that? Get the Rico Spazin. Rico, Get the fuck listen, here, listen. The decade wait, is a very wait. long time. Get the fuck out Rico, I need you to understand what a decade is, my brother. You got to go from 2010 to now, bro. I love Kevin Gates. That is my man's dog. I fuck with all of his projects. Let's be real. But we, we talk about straight lyrically? Maybe, but... But you got that overall package, cultural impact. There's so many people before
3: him that you would have to. You have to
0: acknowledge before the gates. You know what I mean? You have to do that. Gates is very after 2017 ish, 16 ish. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't give him an album of the decade yet. Yeah.
1: This album is special to me just because of the fact that. Long live ASAP.
0: Yeah. Long
3: live ASAP
1: was a bop. This is special to me because at the time. In high school, specifically, I just graduated. This came out twenty eleven, but you know how fashion forward I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And niggas literally, that fashion literally, job. Li- literally oh. niggas used to make fun of me because I wore snapbacks, I wore skinny jeans, and they wasn't on the same shit that I was. I've been doing that shit for the longest, I and I relate right. to ASAP Rocky because he was already on that level too. So when he came out, he spoke to a subculture like me, niggas mm-hmm. that was really into fashion and I was wearing skinny jeans. Wearing all black, wearing a uh, luxury like niggas didn't know about Rick Owens and um, Hood by Air. Yeah, like he really put us on for the map to be like, yo, hood niggas, anybody could do this fashion shit as well. So that alone puts them up top. This is the cultural impact, and then the album was really good. Like I never heard no ASAP Rocky uh, sound, like no. the the Houston influence. The of course he got New York style influence, but. Bruh, niggas wasn't rocking uh gold teeth in New York. He, did. Bruh, isn't so much stuff he did, and like you said, fashion killer Goldie. He has a couple of hits on "Wild for the Night." White white people Skrillist. love this song. Skrillist. That's one of my oh, least favorite my rockers, but niggas no. white people love that, that shit. Was wow. kind of, that kind of fight. That was fire. hard. White people love that
0: song. Black people too. No, to nah, okay, cause cause I liked it. I'm black and I like it. I this. love it. <laughs> white people love that song. I was a yeah. fan. Okay. at the time. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm so glad that uh Chad Visionaire put the ASAP Rocky album on. I his had list. To, I had and to, I'm so bro. glad he did. And that's why that's why we have a podcast together, brother. Because <laughs> there's gonna be times that I wish I could put him on my top 10 album. but after I put my list together, he didn't make it. Somebody had to do it. Somebody had to yeah, do it. And I'm glad you did, because we can at least <laughs> talk about him, bro. Right. ASAP Rocky was definitely had an impact on the culture. He definitely had dope lyrics, he definitely had great beat selection, definitely had quality of music. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at Long Live ASAP. Uh, with Goldie, with um, the fucking problem with the jump. The Drake oh, yeah, throwaway. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. The Drake throwaway. Yeah. Yeah, this man, was man. a throwaway. Drake was like, I, this doesn't fit, take care, but I'm on tour with Kendrick Lamar and I'm on tour with ASAP Rocky. We do... These concerts together, I want to do a song with them. So this, uh, this was a very organic song. That was a moment, too. It was. It had man. some heavy hitters on that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they did the Club Paradise tour for Drake, you know, Drake, you know, everybody was telling Drake to do some r and artists, to get r and artists on, on the tour. Yeah. And Drake was like, nah, I want Kendrick and I want Rocky. He said it in the song. He it. said it in the song, I too. And, and, and he put, Ken- and I love Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick Lamar, but Drake put Kendrick on. He did the Buried alive. But ASAP on, too. He put ASAP on as well too, very early. This is 2011, 2013. This is early. You know what I mean? In the in the teen So shout out to ASAP Rocky and, and all of his music. Long live ASAP. At Long Live ASAP is also an amazing album as well, too, that definitely needs to go. You know what through. Joe Butter said in his last
1: podcast? He said it's sad to say this, but ASAP Rocky
0: is more culturally
1: influenced and musically influenced. and that's fine mm-hmm. i mean i, 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 I heard that.
0: that i heard that because i mean he's definitely not just music right like he impact the culture in other ways but, fashion, but then like his best
3: friend is Tyler the fucking creator like, I mean come on now and they make
0: great music together too yeah, uh,
3: somebody said schoolboy Q oxymoron that's bad. Bad. man oh shit that, that's a that, cool one, was, bro. that was that
0: was that, that was, was really that good was, album i that seen was that really shit live schoolboy schoolboy so sold eats that yes. shit he, he sold out the Fillmore twice damn he sold out the Fillmore so quickly they it's like okay we gotta do another show back to back and he did a back to back Show at the Fillmore with the Oxymoron Tour, and he brought Wale and some other DMV niggas on the second oh, show.
3: What a time!
0: That shit was a time to be alive. Yeah, yeah, what, what a, a time. Minute. Um, That's yes, really,
3: I'm
1: glad you said that because I've been I wanted to talk about it, but it didn't make my list.
0: Bro.
3: Rico
0: <laughs> shout out to Schoolboy Q, yeah, that was Boy. a good one. I'm, I'm with you on that one, bro. And please keep throwing the uh, the Jones out here to us because I yeah. love we love all these albums, but it's very tough to come up with a top 10 of the decade. Two 2010 to now you know I mean we have had some incredible music in our time so anyway we got to move on Chad gave us his number 10 which is ASAP Rocky uh, Long Live ASAP I'm um, gonna throw a curveball okay this person belongs on a top ten hip-hop list period and I made sure that I included this person on this list for a reason I was like Whatever list my whatever my list has on here, this person has to be on there. I don't give a fuck if it's number ten or not. Nicki Minaj, Okay. Pink Friday. Friday, Pink Friday, Pink Friday. That yeah, was on my rotation.
1: Three was on my rotation.
0: If y'all niggas forgot, that's a good one. Two thousand ten was the year of Nicki Minaj. her best album. It it was to her date. best album, to, in my opinion, yeah. to date. Because who she said she retired. Who knows. But Pink Friday was from start to finish. Please pull the track list up for me if you don't mind. Somebody mentioned all the... Apple playlist. the Apple playlist. Thank you, Carmen. Come I got to read this
1: comment on Facebook because it's uh, so true. He said all the Kendra albums should be on there. That's a fact,
0: but I... Listen, we're going to talk about this. We're, we're going to get... Bro. This is the beginning. <laughs> this is the beginning. I wanted to do that, but I had Two. Listen, bro.
1: I had to shine light on all the uh, other artists. so I couldn't put all three on there, but you and that's why,
0: why I like, separate myself from Chad. I'm giving it to the top ten. Period. Oh, all he right. Like, he must have put all three on there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me just let me let me remind you guys what 2010 sound like. Okay. Yeah. Pink Friday with Nicki Minaj. You have I'm the best. You have Roman Revenge. She had an Eminem feature in 2010. Come on, bro. Yeah, hit some. Did it on him. Come on, bro.
3: Shit it on him was an anthem for anthem. like three
0: years. Period. Yeah. Anthem. Now, niggas still be playing. I do. Women still play that shit. I'm, I'm ignore this. Um, <laughs> right <laughs> through me. Fly feature Rihanna. Save me. Moment for life with Drake. That's oh, my my song. for life. That's bro. my favorite song. That's on my playlist. Bro, man. like it's a timeless that's song. That shit that's was perfect. Great. Okay, you got moment for life. You got check out. Check it out with Will I Am. Check it out. Black Eyed Peas, they had, Black Eyed Peas took over, that, that the, the 2000, era. that era, I mean, she solidified herself with that. Then you got a Kanye West feature with Blazing. you got Here I Am, Dear Old Nikki, Your Love, you know, your y'all know love Your
3: love, your love. Go ahead, go ahead,
0: Last Chance, Super Bass, Blow Your Mind, I mean, the, 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 genre, the list goes on. This is an incredible album, and then, the other thing, you yeah, just, there's a skippable truck on there? There's some skippable tracks, that's why it's number 10. It's it's at the end though. Oh, she, 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 yeah, yeah she, it, was end. it was at the end, and that's why I liked, like that it was mostly the majority of the album was amazing. She could have cut the last three or four songs off. But
3: but, but at the time, the, all, every song on there was that's like, what it like so, how, That's what yeah, the time sounded
0: like. Though. And she made it, Carmen made a very good point. Yeah, and sure. during that time in the early 2010, these last four songs make sense. This is what the early 2010 sounded like. Right. You know what I mean? But she actually started a new wave mm-hmm. right. you know what I mean so you got to give credit to Nick Minash for starting a new wave only in the 2010s and then on top of that y'all remember monster oh monster was the, verse, the, verse of, the, of, all time. the of the decade the first decade i can't give her that i would you know what, I would it's, talk, it's close it's close top From, it, yes top, top two top, top two, two. Top I'll, two. Give her, I'll give her number two there's number one and i know who number one is Top three. Pink. You were, weird thick ass. You want to talk about it right now? Real rich. quick? Push a T? Come on now. Push T now. Nah, come on. Push a T. What song? Oh my the drink god. The Drake Make, Make it quick. Make it quick. Because go I'm going to dismiss that motherfucker. You okay. got flow? No. Okay. okay. Oh Bad.
3: Bad. I don't even remember what that song You know what number one is? The number yeah, one verse of the decade? No,
0: Kendrick Lamar. Oh control. yeah, yeah.
3: Control.
0: I don't remember <laughs> that verse.
3: Maybe not Kendrick.
0: I remember remember Kendrick Lamar shut the internet down The internet stopped working You couldn't go on Google
3: I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop show
0: Listen Kendrick Lamar, I remember that line. I don't remember the control verse. You don't remember the control verse where no. he said that I respect all these niggas, but he name dropped every single person. He talked about how I don't want to hear no, not one noun or verb from you niggas. I'm going to take all your fans from you niggas. Listen. I'm going to kill all you niggas. Y'all, your grandfather going to hold on to a latex counter with a dread, niggas. Listen, this listen, nigga is a
1: goat.
0: Jay-Z said listen, himself. It's crazy how listen, one nigga. verse can change the fucking <laughs> game, nigga. One verse. Kendrick Lamar control is the number one verse. Listen, it's the only man. verse that broke the internet It made the shit stop working. Listen, Everything stopped.
1: Listen, man, it has to be a memorable verse that people can recite. Because I two chains on. Oh, you know what the I'm
3: one about? for my birthday is the big No, the movie. one with Kanye. Uh, uh, Kanye. That was Kanye. Was Kanye, Kanye, Kanye was on the My
0: money tall, just like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. You're talking about one line. I'm talking about an entire verse. A classic right. I I let somebody listen to it yeah. recently that never heard it before. It was like where I've been in a hole. I have been in a hole. What has happened? And that's not that's over old push a T, I'm sorry. It's not over. I'm giving you your phone back. We can't talk about this all day long. Um you guys could tell us who you guys think has the best verse of the decade. I'm push saying, a tea on soul Plung. Come on, bro. That's the best you, verse of the What all is all time. What doing, push a tea? Push a T is I but let's not get this twisted. Control Kendrick Lamar controversy. It's not better than Soul. Sorry, you're You bro. Right. Oh my God. Okay, Kendrick Lamar. Are you serious? It, okay, I don't soul know what. Okay. okay, okay, we we got to move on. I don't know what three to ten is, but I know number one is Kendrick Lamar it's control. Not. I don't know number two is Nicki Minaj monster. That's what I do know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me let me just bring it back. Let me bring it back to this is not what we're talking about today. <laughs> We're not talking about this. We're talking about the 10 albums of the decade. Let's get back to the point. 10 albums of the decade. Number
1: (laughs) Number 10
0: is Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday. She started an era of new music. She owned 2010. She bled into the rest of the 2010. She also helped uh, influence a lot of the young women artists that we listen to today, including Meg Thee Stallion, City Girls, Cardi B. Even if they're not fucking with each other right now, they she influenced all these new women artists right now, and the women are taking over of hip hop in 2018 and 19. So shout out to you guys! Shout out to Nicki Minaj for being number ten. We got that's on. a good one because I'm not lying. Like if you, I'm gonna show you my list. Mm-hmm.
1: That was in the rotation of ten. Yeah. Because I had too
0: much. Mother- I refuse to go. let her go, bro. I, I refuse well, to let her go. Well, I'm glad ours was there. different. Because I yeah, yeah. got the cover ASAP. Exactly. Cover it, I was, so ASAP bad. was right there with me, too. ASAP yeah. was right there. And that, and that kind of worked out perfectly. We got to cover it. That worked on. out very perfectly. So,
1: this one you're not going to like. But Number nine. Let's go. This one's off for of cultural impact as well. And, and vocals and a bunch of other things. And definitely B selection. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott, Astro World, Which is Travis Scott's best album after... Playing rodeo. I mean um, days birds singing in the trap don't remember that name. And then Astro World. World is definitely the best the birds album.
3: In,
1: birds in the Trap? Birds in the Trap is
0: definitely
1: better than Beeps Birds. Beats in the Trap? Beep Beep be,
3: uh, Fire. song. You
1: said Birds in the Trap? Birds in the
3: Trap. Yeah, it's better
1: than um Birds in the Trap, right? Um, so you think Astro World it. is better than Days Before Rodeo? That's, That's a mixtape. Uh, so I listened <laughs> to his discography one day, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna just cause I like all of them like I love Travis Scott's discography, but I had to be real on like Astroworld World. This is his best <laughs> album. Okay. But the reason why I put Astroworld World on there. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. Are you, you done? You done? Okay. Okay.
3: okay.
1: I'm going to tell you why.
3: You got three minutes?
1: Cultural impact. <gasps> I mean, the nigga, he did a whole Astral World in Houston. He brought Astroworld World back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,. He had sickle mode, sickle mode, was Fire top Billboard chart for the longest time. It was. But Drake, one of Drake's best verses. Is, is Drake didn't better. get credited for that song. So yeah, for know. some reason. The
3: guy Tonio said, what's up? What's good? good? Yeah. Eighty shots?
0: Tonio Diggs? Eighty
1: shots. He would agree with me on this. That, that guy,
0: guy Tonio. Oh, that guy, Tonio. Shout out to my boy, Tonio, man. That guy, Tonio. I'm pulling
1: up the track list for y'all. So it starts off pretty much this album's a literally a roller coaster, like you're going for a ride, like mm-hmm. <laughs> from the start. Stargazing, yeah, Carousel, sickle mode. I like he did R. I. P. to Screw too. That was. A Yo, great. stop trying to stop, <laughs> stop trying to be guys. Top ten music videos of this decade. If you watch it, that definitely a memorable. He's um, on that too. Yes, I yeah, think he's K-30 on that. Ad libs and uh, vocals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no bystanders is a banger. Bystander. uh the whole the whole damn album. The, the album, is definitely it's fabulous. complete. The entire no album.
3: And the only thing I don't like as much is Coffee Beans That wasn't that was. Uh, that I was, that actually threw me like, like
0: off. Coffee Bean I like though. how it ended. It's it was different.
1: more. It was calm. It was different.
3: I, I didn't ask for that. It, it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a bonus track. Like it's definitely. It could have been on introvert. the deluxe. Mm. Yeah. And. Just to go back to our taste, like I love the space type yeah. theme to it. So butterfly flat. Yeah, his his vocals like, and I think his vocal vocals were the best on here. Like, it wasn't too high pitch or too low pitch. Like it was like perfect. It was like it was meant for Travis Scott to be in each song. Like if you had somebody else on it, it would not make sense. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and then the features on it complemented very well. Like Gunner on that one song. Um, neck, yeah, he killed so that. He killed it, and um. Yeah man, but he had butterfly effect. That was another hit song. Oh yeah. So yeah man, he got two hidden tracks with the weekend on here too. And they they gave credit to um, rest in peace to screw. Yep. Yeah, so that was a big moment as well. So I don't think this album is never going to be forgotten. Even to the art cover, the art cover is um, very legendary too. He's one of my favorite photographers. Um, His name is David LaChapelle great fucking artist and that's for him movie. for Travis to get somebody like that to do his art cover it's, this sure ain't going to be remembered for a long time. That's another time Dave so. Chappelle? <laughs> no, nah, David La
0: Chappelle. Nah, that's another David Chappelle. <laughs> He's <said> Dave Chappelle's cousin. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> we gotta move on. Oh yeah. Number nine. You're going to be like, what? But I had to. What this kid did, what this kid did. He
1: lost me on this I
0: don't give a fuck.
1: (laughs) He lost Yeah, Throw your whole list away, I'm sorry, I'm
0: sorry. Bro, are you serious? I'm dead ass. Imani. I don't care. Imani. I don't care. I don't care, this kid deserves it. it. what are you about to say? All
1: right.
4: You
0: might agree with this, because you like
1: this,
4: bro.
0: Mm. Xxx I'm talking about decade questions. I so many hours I could put over this. Okay, but you you have to understand this is number nine for me. Okay, I still got eight other albums in front of this for a reason. This is why this is getting number nine. I'm talking about cultural impact. What he left behind. Wait who? Uh, Xxx with questions. The album questions that came out in uh, two thousand seven, uh, two thousand eight. Top
2: oh. album of the decade. We're, yeah, talking we're talking about, about the top 10. The so, decade? Yeah. Not like 10.
0: that like He, he on that. that yeah, yeah, he had an impact. He did. Regardless, okay? He yeah. had an impact yeah, on yeah, the current yeah. state of hip hop in our current events right now. And when I listen to this album. Can right I say here, one thing, though? I don't want to discredit, but
1: I just feel like at least with A$AP Rocky's album, there were songs on there that made an impact culturally. I just feel like none of the songs on that album made it. Just him as a person, so I just want to throw that out there. Okay, you're welcome. Um, <laughs>
0: um, if you don't think sad, um, if you don't think moonlight, if you don't think um, a lot of uh, other these songs on here, I don't speak Spanish. This, this album was very different for me. You know, I mean, this is not what you're hearing traditionally on your regular hip hop records. Um, this is something that he really, he really got ahead of his time. Alone Part Three, Moonlight, Sad. Um, four, five, five, five. Nine. This is one of those albums. This, this is why I like this album. Okay, it's very different. He was able to take so many different sound styles and swags and fuse them in together that made it sound cohesive. I haven't heard an album that different yeah. yeah, yeah. sound so cohesive. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? When you hear an album that. You hear that, you know, that wild and crunk raging music. Then you have a Spanish song on here. Yeah, you you got, that a lot of stuff into that. Then you got the melodic sound in here. Then you got some actual bars in here. You got Joey Badass on here, rapping his ass off on here. This album, I can play it from start to finish, no problem. I actually have people from different age groups. I had somebody that was over 60 years old listen to this album. It's like, wow, this is actually really good. I had somebody under 18 listen to this album. Obviously, they love XXF. And so this was able to bring people together and, and, and people were able to respect this album as a whole and what this kid was able to do. And I really feel, really sad to XXX um, left us uh, so early because he was just on a new journey and about to give us a new version of himself. You know what oh. I mean? He was right on that wave about to give us a lot of brand new music and this was the last project that he actually was able to touch and influence. You know what I mean? He passed away six months after this album
2: dropped. Y'all mind if I chime in? Mm. Man, did anybody notice that, like, not necessarily with every album that he did, but it just seemed like there was increments in his career where he would completely evolve and just mutate mutate into a whole different person. Yeah, Not just an artist or a rapper, Mm -hmm. but just mutate into a whole... And it showed in his physical, in his body, his style, the shit he did with his hair, the new tattoos... It's like he evolved, he his, his mentality evolved, and it just manifested into every other dynamic of his life, right. including his career. And, and that's why it really hurts me that he died so Yeah,
0: yeah. And, I, and I think that's another reason, too, why the, the, the last two projects that came on after he passed are not as impactful. I feel like they're more so used for money games mm-hmm. and for... You know, getting streamed and yeah, just definitely. trying to continue. It doesn't feel organic. Yeah, it doesn't I feel yeah, like you, you know, you could definitely tell the you could tell the difference between this questions album from seventeen compared to the new jumps we just had, bad forever or whatever. All those other jumps, you could definitely tell the difference. Comments. Um. Yes. Um.
3: So the first one says, "What's the childish Gambino joint with Redbone?"
0: Because oh, that one's a my love. Now that one is more so R and B and soul. He doesn't really have any hip hop. Yeah, it's a different it's
2: alternative is
0: fun. It's alternative. But if you go back to his Because the I Internet album. I ain't oh, you no, talking about Internet. No, because the Internet yeah, yeah. is a hip hop album, that album is incredible. Yeah, That, that joke almost made my list. That almost people, made my list too. A lot of people slept on because of the Internet. And I remember I was working yeah. at Best Buy during this time. And I remember Born Center came out. And Born Center came out the same time. That because of Eminem came out, I was working the register. It was compared to Jesus. It was. Jesus came out around the same. 2013, bro. That year was just another level. Remember Two-
3: 2005? Oh,
0: that was a great fucking song. That whole sweatpants, that whole album, bro. Real world star, world. That whole yeah. album was another level. Like I really wish he would have made my list. But once you hear the rest of my list, you understand. List. Definitely on the rotation then, <laughs> definitely the my rotation too. The second
3: comment says "XXX better than Nicki." Never in my mind. Is your mind right, honey? Are you okay?
0: No, that's fine. I mean, I I give them respect on that. I I said that? Um, yeah, give them a (laughs) shot. Miss uh Marika. Miss Marika.
3: Miss uh Marika. Miss uh Marika. Oh, oh, Uh, Miss America. America. Okay, (laughs) Miss America. Yes, I understand. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. But um, Pink
0: Pink Friday was an incredible album. She made it number ten, number nine. I picked X X X -X 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 because. Me, personally, you got to understand, this is, my, this is my list. You yeah. know what I mean? Somebody else might pick Pink Friday to be number one. I'm with you, bro. I
2: would never fucking put Nicki Minaj above it. I, I'm
0: not going to do it, but I do feel... Old Nicki, Nicki with, maybe, but... But this is old Nicki, and that's why I remember... Oh, what was, fr- what was the first... Pink Friday is the number 10 album. My number 10. I, yeah. to, I wanted to make sure that Nicki made this list. I wanted to make sure that Nicki made this list, and that's, yeah. that's why I did that. Yeah. So, anyway, um, you got to move on. Um, We could talk about these hip-hop albums all day day long, but I got to get Chad his... His time to go ahead and talk about his number um where we at number nine album i really love
1: that album but it's just
0: it'll be like maybe top 100
2: yeah man it's not i'm just saying what that album yeah, different for me yeah, yeah it's it's, it's my list you know what yeah, i mean and I, and I
0: feel what this kid has brought to the table um and i, re- I, I particular. Post- post- hold on, wait shit's about to go bad shit's about to go real bad chad just you disrespectful motherfucker! What the fuck? Are it's you not, it's serious? Just, it's not dis- It's just being real because I would go back to when
1: he was critique. I get it. That's that album did for you for XXX, But let's be real. Like, oh my god. If he would tell him what your number nine is, but, but think ahead. about this: if he would never die, bro, would you would have put that album? That's how. That's how I look at it. I'm going cool. based off basically like albums, it's like a problem. good album. Yeah, yeah, I love, love, how love. I look at it is I like. You talking about marathon, right? No, I'm talking about victory lap. The one. Oh yeah, that
3: came yeah, out okay, like that's 18, okay. Maybe. That's the one. Yeah, I like it. It's just more so. I wouldn't have listened to it if he didn't die. Type like what you're saying.
0: Okay. Yeah. So for the people who are Nipsey Hussle fans before Nipsey Hussle died, probably feel how I feel right now. I listened to Nipsey Hussle way before. He passed away. When this album came out, I knew this was the number one album of that year. Yeah, when he got nominated for that Grammy, I said, this nigga got to take it. There's no other hip-hop album better. And then Cardi Travis B. Scott was in that. Uh, yeah, it Travis was Scott out. was nominated for Astroworld. Cardi B was nominated for Invasion of Privacy. And they beat Victory Lab. That is a fucking shame. This is a hip-hop album to the core, to the T. There's no other hip-hop album that came out during this year that tops Victory Lab. Period. And Travis <laughs> Scott is up there, bro. That's why I said man,
1: Travis. I, I would have felt fine if Travis Scott would <clears or throat> have won the Nipsey Hustle, because, like I mentioned in the other podcast, you gotta think about the new age rap. It, it's not all about just lyrics and boom back boom back hip hop anymore. Like you gotta switch it up, and that's why I appreciate people like Travis Scott, the new age rappers.
0: Yeah, you gotta What like. This yeah, album at it's
2: core this though. This album is too It's too, it's too hip-hop. But it's too I feel perfect. like... You don't have about, to make it good. Say, think about the greats though. And I, I ain't trying to over y'all's right, podcast right, right. over and over. But I'm just saying, think about the greats, the pioneers that actually made hip-hop what it was. Now, we're talking Wu-Tang Clan. We're talking pop, okay. We're talking big. We're talking those kind of okay. people. What okay. hip-hop was, was our community's fucked up. Let's give you this black experience explicitly. It's, it's a about mirror. W-A. It's a mirror to the culture. It it was a, a, and the culture a was the, the culture. streets, and the culture was what niggas was dealing with at that time. That was our only voice. Can I say Nipsey something? Hustle, Nipsey Hussle really... Embodied that. Go ahead. I get that. I respect... I love the
1: all the legends you just mentioned. But when it comes to making an album, it's all about the art at the end of the day. And like I said, you don't have to have substance. I don't get me wrong, I appreciate you really don't have to have substance and all this other shit that we're used to. This is a new age. We're walking into twenty twenty. You can make a good ass album without all the lyrical shit. Playboy Cardi, he's not on this list but Playboy Cardi dialect that's a good fucking album. And he barely says shit. All right. So I'm talking about what's making a good as album, It
2: but like what sounds that was like good though. That's that, just me. that's cool, but like we're not necessarily just talking about the album. What we're talking about on this Nipsey Hustle topic is the embodiment of hip hop. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but Playboy Cardi is not does not personify hip hop. He personifies a new age culture, uh, a, a, a branch. It don't personify yours, but it
1: does for a lot of people though. That's what you got. i the, the no, go back to the main root. The main
0: root is Nipsey Hussle. The main root is Tupac. The main root is Biggie. The main root is Jay.
1: Yeah, the but a lot of people don't relate Richard. to that because oh, Ronnie Rich. Rich just said, "I never listened to the ladies." Branches. let you got to think lo-
2: about lo- the root of the tree, though. Lo- is what I'm saying. These are branches. We're talking about the root of the. But
1: Ronnie Rich just said it the other day in his interview. He looked up to Yunta. And you look up to Lil Wayne, he never listened to Biggie Tupac and Nas,
2: cool.
0: and he
1: just made a good fucking album. That's great, but that, that's all I'm saying. Like, you don't know need, I mean, like I said, mean, I no respect those guys that really had, the
2: but what like about Young Thug?
1: He changed it. Young Thug really influenced Thug. them, so the other thing, the
3: Thug influenced the whole generation of rap, this right.
1: whole new generation, yeah. But they weren't having talk. They, they're not having t- If I go they, to they, OG, now they are. If I go to OG and be like, yo, Young Thug is top 50. You're smoking crack. Like, okay, he's a he top
0: 50. He's a no, top 50. 50 no matter what. Yeah, he's top
1: 50, but he's not top 10. But if you go to OG right now, they're going to say he's smoking dope. Okay,
3: mm-hmm. and guess what?
1: A OG ain't going to be listening to my playlist. But that's my point. It's just like, you know, All I right. get what y'all are saying. All right, we got to gotta. We gotta yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So I'm putting this C-Hustle at number eight. It's a good-ass album. It's a good, like he said, it's good hip-hop at its core. Um, It definitely got that L.A. sound to it. Um, I love how he incorporated the features on here with Kendra Lamar, CeeLo Green, Marshall Ambrosia, Dom Kennedy, Belly. Man, the list goes on to dream. Like, this was really a Last
0: perfect Last time that
1: check.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I'm, that's I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. You know like, what? Done. Before
3: he died, I didn't know about that song. I didn't know it was him.
0: Right. A lot of people didn't know it was Nipsey. And I just
1: love how he teaches, like, the culture, like, like he was talking about you know black empowerment black, empowerment, back, you know. black economics like yes. right, putting
0: money back into their communities um, right black health he was talking about doing a dr dr sebi documentary i felt like it was
1: right timing like we needed this album at right, 2018 we needed to evolve and really think about our you know our future for the black community so it was right timing and i think everything happens for a reason i feel like mm. Yeah, I really feel like no Nobody, yeah. Nobody deserves to die, yeah. but... But at the, the same impact, time, at the same time, go ahead. No, I was just saying the impact that he made because that he yeah. died, yeah. I mean, I just, I know that everybody's not Christian, but just think about when Jesus died, like, the impact that he made, people are still talking about their name, so... I just feel like, you know, sacrifice... I'm not saying he got sacrificed, but y'all get what I'm saying. Because so. it seems
3: like all the positive, influential rappers yeah. get killed, but yeah. that's yeah. A, a story for another so, time. I feel
0: like... If, it was yeah, dad, we can bro. we can really talk deep about what happened in Nipsey Hustle because I mean his mom already felt a certain way that she already knows what's going on. Let's shout
1: Nipsey Hustle. I wish I would have put it higher, but
0: I'm you going off the albums, bro. Like, I wish all right, number too. seven. Well, no, I gotta get my number eight. Oh, That's okay, why we okay. Gotta, yeah, we gotta run through this motherfucker. All right, so, um, number eight, top ten hip hop albums of the decade, sir. J. Cole, Born Sinner. Okay this album right here is number eight. Mad at this. Oh my god if you look at this damn track list all right Illuminati, land of the snakes power trip featuring miguel mo money interlude trouble runaway she knows she knows mm. rich niggas forbidden fruit featuring kendrick lamar chaining day she he got a john new york times with 50 cent he got this album right here was a turn of j cole's whole entire career he came out with the first album sideline story it was more so. I want to make a radio hit. That's where the workout song came on. That's where the whole Nas situation came on. Where Nas was like, "Damn, why the fuck he even make that song?" You know what I mean? Like he felt like not. He felt like he let Nas down. You got let Nas down on this album right here. J. Cole went back to his true self. Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. the warm up, the come up. You know what I mean? He he went back to truly who he was. The Dollar and the Dream tours and stuff like that. He went back to his fan base. He's like, you know what? This is the music that I love doing. Let me give the people what they what not fuck the, what the people want. Fuck what Jay Z wants for Rock Nation. I'm gonna give you what I need to get off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what made Born Center a staple in, in the game of one to me it felt like J. Cole's coming out album. More so than Sideline Story.
1: This is his best rap album lyrically, in my
2: opinion. But as far as cohesiveness goes, do you think it's more cohesive than twenty um four cell drives?
0: We're gonna talk about that more later. But the, but but Born, but Born Center, what it did, what it started the conversation, it started like, okay, the first thing he said in the album was what? It's just way darker this time. You know what I mean? I'm giving you actually what's going on. You know what I mean? So, he set the tone fuck from I'm the beginning.
1: He like, said, fuck I'm going to join Illuminati or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, he, like, he's
0: like, yeah, <laughs> yeah he talked about the real shit. there. like Yeah, the like, like, the Illuminati's not going to pay some, you know, millionaire. But nigga he had bars. I this mean,
1: one, enjoyed this because he had bars on his joint. Like, with 2014, you know, that is a better album, but he had bars. Like, he was really rapping his ass off. So, to be honest, um, what's that joint? Friday Night Lights is best project of all time. Wait,
0: wait, okay. Friday Night Lights. Friday Nights. Friday Night Lights is amazing. Friday Lights is Light. Like we're, we're talking about the top ten albums of the decade, not mixtapes. Um, I mean if it should thought, have been an album. It, it should have been. Good it was. You know, more about nothing from Wale should have been an album. You know what I mean? That like but been an album too. it is what it is. You know what I mean? But Born Center is my number eight. I feel that like this album is solid. It had a cultural impact. It changed the the tide of what J. Cole felt like he could do. He's like, I no longer had to give Jay-Z a radio record. I now let Nas feel proud of my... Nas is now proud yeah. of my work. Nas hopped on the remix to let my let, uh, Nas down. Right. And Nas talked about how, Young Blood like, you actually, yeah, did what you needed to do, you know what I mean? So, like, this this was a really amazing yeah. album. And J. Cole's really true coming out album. He really
1: brought his A-game on this because yeah. the first one he put out was like, Hey, bro, like, what you doing? It was poppy. It was good, but it was just like, what you it, doing? It was, it was so. poppy. It was good that he put this out.
0: Yeah. All right, so you're number seven.
1: This is a good one. Watch the throne. Not mad at it. Watch the throne. Not mad at it. Not Jay-Z at and Yay. the two most influential rappers at the time, 2011.
2: That is the greatest... Co, uh, what's the word? Collab. 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 That's the album. greatest A collab, collab album. rap of album out of the decade. It was. I really, really? The past ever one right, ever. I can't think of two rappers Biggie out. and R. Kelly? I mean, what? No. No, no, no. 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 and jay- no. jay- no. jay- R. R. Kelly. Yeah. Jay-Z no, no, this,
0: this no. no, no. Biggie and R. No, no, no. That was jay i I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Jay-Z and Kanye West, Watch the Throne, Hip Hop Collab album. This this shit was special, man. I remember like it was yesterday.
1: I was in military school at that time. And I remember coming home, this was the first thing, I came home on uh, Christmas break and they were saying it, It was teasing that they was going to release this album. They finally released the album, woke up that morning, listened to it, and I wasn't disappointed from the first song, No Church In the Wild, which was a controversial record.
0: Featuring Frank Ocean.
1: Featuring Frank Ocean when Frank Ocean was like, not known at the time, so. They put him on. Then they put Beyonce on. Litho. Off, yeah. That shit was crazy. Niggas then in niggas in Paris. Niggas in Paris. Woo. Probably Anthem. one of the best songs I ever heard Anthem. ever. Today. They played niggas in Paris in Paris. Well, how many times was it? Thirty times, and niggas still was rocking to it. Thirty times. Wow. They kept.
0: Well, they no was tired of it. There's no other song that could do that. They I wasn't, wasn't tired of it. Thirty times straight, and niggas not be like. I I, 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 I thought it was a lie. <laughs> I thought it was a
1: myth. I went on YouTube. Niggas was really going crazy over that there at the, the show. Morning. Other countries, yeah, I think other countries, you Other countries have been played it 30, thirty times. We're American. at I the end of the day. You to yeah, you but K Paris. America, we've been tired of that shit. But these niggas that was in Paris,
0: like yeah, shout, shout out to the niggas in Paris. Right, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Otis. It was rocking.
3: Then said fuck Kanye. Then you got the legendary uh, Rico Spazin. Miss uh, America said niggas in Paris and wide face, wide face.
1: Then you got another hit record, Otis. I'm gonna ignore that.
2: Oh whoa! Hold on now. Did you see the
0: video though? Yeah, Otis. No, he, he no, he's he's saying. No, I'm saying I know, he know that comment. Yeah. Oh, he's say saying oh, Otis. He's saying Otis. Otis is legendary. Yeah, I mean, Otis. Shit, the sample you, is legendary. Did the, did the car took apart. The car. The car took apart. What the fuck? That shit a big
1: thing. The first time
2: that's
1: ever been
2: done like that. Right. I
1: it was a Maybach They reconstructed, right? Like, and went on a joint ride with the Maybach. That shit was crazy. But yeah, the whole like, like, out, the whole fucking album, like. Now, I would say this. I'm not a big fan of number track number seven. That's my bitch. Yeah. No, that was really conf- kanye kind of influence. I don't know what is up with him with these bitches' songs. Like, if you think about a graduation song with the uh, most deaf song, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Like, like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Drunk, He's the fascinated. Totally with- Hot Girls? Yeah, like, yeah. You chill, bro. Like, I didn't like that song. Yeah, Welcome to the Jungle could have been. Best two. Yeah, was that Swiss Beats produced that? Welcome to yeah, 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 and then, Swiss. who gonna stop me? That, that it, came it
1: came back, it came
0: back with that. Who gonna stop me? Came back. Okay, well, I'm done. But yeah, that's time. Watch the throne, That's it. Ten minutes left. 10 minutes. Okay, all right. So we gotta move on to the next album. All right, so that was your number. What again? Seven. Number seven? seven. Yeah. Number seven. I like my number seven. How's it doing? For E Money Boss mm-hmm. in terms We like of- wait.
1: No, I'm not surprised. You're not surprised? Actually, yeah, yeah. Why is it that low for you? Kendrick Lamar. I am surprised. Why is it that low? Good Kid. Mad City. Bad
0: City. I'm surprised you have it that low. Charaine.
3: Charaine.
0: Um, yeah, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. If anybody knows me, they know I'm, I'm a fan of Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. They know that when the Good Kid. I expected see, this I on top like, five for you. I was like the number one promoter. I was in North Carolina at the time in school. I was telling people, like, this is the shit. <laughs> is the I was the number one promoter of Kendrick Lamar in North <laughs> Carolina, Greensboro. You can, I believe that. You can shout the Nigga, no. Shout out to my nigga John. That nigga knew, bro. Like, I remember going to the concert when he, when not that many people knew, bro. Like, he actually sold out a state of Greenboro Coliseum. You know what I mean? It was just him. This was before Good Kid, Master. This such Section 80 time. He brought out J. Cole during that time, too. You know what I mean? That shit was special, bro. Like, Kendrick Lamar is a special artist. Um, and if you know him during this time, um, you knew what this what this album meant. This was one of the most cohesive albums that we had of our time. Mm-hmm. It was a full story. It was cinematic. You you press play on this, John, and it felt like you was in a movie. In the movie. Mm. You felt like you was in the movie. They, they were cool. saying this was one of the best
1: hip-hop albums of all time. Yeah. yeah I mean, this, <laughs> that was in that conversation. Let's well, this. How good it was. This was the first time that we started talking, talking about really.
0: classics. Nobody was talking. About, nobody was talking about classic albums until this album came yeah, out. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah. Nobody else right. talk about any can we, album classic. Can we talk about too? how this nigga really played chess though with his mixtapes though. He did. Think yeah. about did. Yeah. Think about how strategic. His mixtapes was album quality in my opinion. Overly dedicated road. to Kendrick Lamar uh-huh. LP. Section 80 up, up to been Section 80? Mm-hmm.
0: Section 80. I got that John signed. I got a actually signed copy of the And did you the
2: freestyles that he was doing? The yeah. radio shows? The Look out show? for the detox? That's oh how Dr. Dre found him.
0: When, when Kendrick Lamar did Look Out for the detox, that mm-hmm. shit was insane. He used to play that shit all the time in my car. But that's, that's the um, freestyle that got Dr. Dre's attention. And made Dr. Dre, you know, be involved in Kendrick's career. And even Dr. Dre being the god that he is when it comes to the music industry, being one of the best producers on the planet. Um, when Kendrick finished the Good Kid Mass City album, Kendrick presented it to Dr. Dre, to, you know, to get it mixed and mastered and all that stuff, and then do you know what Dr. Dre said? It's done. I don't gotta do anything with it. You already knew what you what you wanted to present to the yeah. world. Dr. Dre did nothing yeah, he, had to, feature. he had to do he nothing. The, he did the feature with the recipe, and that was it. But other than that, he, he didn't touch Kendrick's album. I respect out Kendrick for that. It's like, yeah. bro, I want
1: to do this myself. I don't need no cosign. I
0: don't need you to help me. Like, I'm my right. artist on my own. Yeah. So that. 30 seconds. Uh, All right, we got to go ahead and pause. We're going to get back to the part two of the top hip-hop album no, of the decade. No, 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 no. 30 seconds on that
2: topic. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, oh, never mind. that's
0: all right, yeah, good. Yeah. All, right okay. all right, I'm done with what I'm saying. All right, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, number seven for E-Money Boss. I dig it. All right, we on number six now? Yeah, yeah, we're on number six. Yeah, you're number six. You're leading the way, bro.
3: All
1: right. I'm going type it in real quick.
3: Uh, all I'm going to say is I'm going to be pretty disappointed if none of the slam seasons are on there. It's not. It's
0: not. I <laughs> <to> <laughs> It's about to you down yeah. slowly right now. Okay? Nah, yeah, it's like a decade where it is.
1: I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Carmen. I don't
0: know why. D- the fact that she had Thug. No, I'm not being a The fact that... Hey, I Carmen, love Thug, but he's just... Carmen funny as shit. She had a whole paper that's standing up behind the same Thug. Like... <laughs> like that, <laughs> I did see that shit. That's so funny. Yeah. Sorry, I, no.
3: Actually, he was in my rotation. Uh,
0: which which album?
1: Which album?
3: don't he
0: deal with future? All I'm saying is culturally mm-hmm. impacting. I really like that. Right. He, he definitely had a huge impact on culture. It would have be season like But that nigga be rapping and, bar bar that bar that and bar bar singing in really but I don't know what he's saying with his lyrics. Bart bar bar is 6 was saying. like that. <laughs> I
2: ain't banging it like that for real. Yeah, not top 10.
0: Bart 6 was like that. No, think about it. Bart 6 was like that. You also got to think too, a lot of that was mixtapes. We're talking about albums. Bart 6 was album. Bart 6 was album? Yeah, Bart 6 was album. Last season was a mixtape. Last season 3 was album the three was It's on Apple Music. That, that doesn't mean nah, it's that not mean know. it's an album though. Yeah, we we can, can dig shit. into that later. Yeah. Anyway, go
1: ahead, right. take it away Yeah, yeah Chad, so, so know, I gotta give it to uh, Chance the Rapper, Coloring Book, because oh, man, number six,
2: you <sighs> y'all serious? I ain't at that nigga? shit. <laughs> Over acid rap, niggas. Uh,
0: acid. Thank you. Let's acid rap is Chance the Rapper's best project. That's a mixtape. I know.
2: It don't fucking matter, bro. It doesn't like, matter. Sure. But, but did, it I, did it it I, I with the just now? Did I say it's you're right, you're c-
1: right. Color Book was better? Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. It's okay. About album? okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, Fair yeah. enough.
0: Fair enough, Chad. We yeah. did get a pass. Fair enough. Color Book is an album. But you I'm surprised y'all not with me on this. One. One. Well, technically, technically, it this, came out as a mixtape. This is a mixtape. But the It got solidified as an album. It was the first mixtape to win a Grammy. But I'm going to give you a pass because it's pretty much. I had to put it on there. You still gotta get shit he, certified, he made, you gotta get shit approved to be able to celebrate. Man, so please, to, uh... Go ahead, uh, elaborate.
1: Pretty much, based off culture, he he plays some art, like, he, did. He, he came out and dropped this, it's supposed to be a mixtape, uh, being a flown, full-blown album, people kept talking about this. At, they, they played this for, uh, they kept talking about it for two years straight, like... If you really think about it like the
0: song No Problem No
1: Problems is still no playing Problems, in right. uh, the clubs right now and people still go crazy over it. it. that one song. <laughs> that song then you man. got the first song with Kanye West, All We Got. Then you got Summer. The the whole the whole track list, bro, like there's nothing I can say about it. I love how he incorporated gospel when that wasn't incorporated. I mean, you could argue. I knew that was going to be one of your arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, bruh, it was nothing. No rapper was throwing gospel. like. No, he didn't and, make Kanye. gospel and hip-hop cool, though. Yeah, he made a, he that's man. it. That's another thing. I'm glad you
0: said that. Kanye. No. He made it. No. Kanye didn't make it. He cool didn't put that. Not really. But the fact that I give him, okay, I give him the fact that he had the song like Blessings that didn't have a song called St. Drugs. Didn't have a song called, you know. You Next know, tape. Yeah, you know, mixtape with Young Thug and uh, Lil Yachty, which was a fucking banger. That's actually one of my favorite songs. And you also have a song like Smoke Break next to How Great Is Our God.
1: And I've never, I never seen an album that's so positive that do so well, especially in this decade. It's, like, it was so positive. It, think it's, about it's
0: it. It's a Every fine line, though. He's, dance, he's dancing really he carefully. had some mixed reviews on it, though. It did. If you think about the traditional gospel albums and the people who, who listen to gospel music. They loved it. They loved it, but you have to also think... I'm talking about the traditional people, not just the... Oh, people, yeah, the traditional people. people you, know think like, about? Okay, uh, you have a song... Sin, he cuts he doing all this. How Great Is Our God is an amazing track that he it's did amazing. on It's amazing. It's an amazing track, but then you got Smoke Break right after that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, 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 uh, no, it's a little bit difficult to digest.
1: I never had that conversation, because this is like, at the end of the day, you, you are who you are, and this is your art. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it, like... I was listening to Christian Rapper the other day. He cussing. Like, that's 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 where he's coming from. Like, that nigga said he a G. You do that
2: now? Yes, is, uh, oh, that's okay. All right. Carmen does not approve of this. <laughs> at all. <laughs> color book, Carmen? She's saying Nah, she's still on thug. thug. She, she worried, already fits. Oh, I was get it. She's got to get around with other people. Thug, I got
0: you, Carmen. I got I got you, Carmen. I don't understand how you Carmen. can't,
1: can't have color You have to have color book on
0: top 10. Not all time. That's what Thug's for. All right. Ready for number six? We got to keep going. All of them is
3: other
0: Yeah number six mm-hmm. goes to the sixth god okay. drake which album if you're reading this it's Just a little too- bit get crazy. the fuck out of here
3: that's an album
0: it is an album now yeah it, not- it started as a mixtape came out That album shit album. is
2: not better than scorpion or views
3: uh yes it is
0: yes it is but me, i would, I would put that in my
3: r b playlist no
0: this is Okay, alright, let me get let me just tell you guys a little bit about if you're reading this is too late. This is Drake's <laughs> This is Drake's first straight up hip hop album. Very minimal singing on this album compared to Nothing Was the Same, mm-hmm. Take Care, Scorpion Views. This album is bars. Bars from the start. Legend? Hold up. Yeah,
1: that's one of my favorite Drake songs. This I is
0: one of my favorite Drake albums, period. Like every line. I mean, from, from the beginning you got legend. He he made a statement in the first song in the intro I remember when I first listened to this song. I wasn't nobody was ready for a Drake album Nobody knew Drake was coming out with an album, but um first jump um He comes out with legend
2: Then he comes out with energy He did He's, damn near break the internet when he dropped that out Broke this jump, bro. He did break the internet 10 that. bands know yourself bro it was weird home he home dropped home. that shit damn near like at midnight I remember right yeah, I, I remember I was I there no, right. I was like, it was like 1 a.m I was looking at Twitter I was bro I was right damn, there, this I was there. Drink is killing I was in my babe. room the album dropped. I was like bang, I,
0: bang. I have to go to Rap Genius and listen to this album and look at the lyrics at the same time and when I heard this joke I was like what the fuck happened why is he like this right now what happened because this is not the Drake that we know today this is Drake Right after nothing was the same, right after take care, right after thank you later, this is a whole new Drake. He talks about in the song, don't talk to me like I'm that Drake from four years ago. I'm that, I'm at a higher place. That's one of my, I, <laughs> one of my part. I am not that same nigga y'all think I am. You know what I mean? I'm saying it right here. This is who I am right now. This is what I'm rapping about. I'm talking about Toronto. I got some Jamaican influence because that's how actually Toronto is. But this is the right over here. Let me just go back again Legend, Energy. 10 bands, Know Yourself, No Teller, Madonna. Six God, Star 67, Preach, Wednesday Night Interlude, favorite. Used To with Lil Wayne, Six Man, Now Forever, one of my favorite tracks of all yeah, time, that shit is great. Company with Travis Scott, You and the Six, Jump, this is, it, there's nothing on here that you're skipping, period. Jump was a vibe, bro. You're not, <laughs> 6 p.m. in New York, he checked it's Tiger on his song, too. Up, you're not skipping a song on this record. That's number one. That's why it's so high to me. This is a highly played album. This is this is Drake when people didn't expect Drake to go. Google to says drive. mixtape by Drake. Hmm. Google says mixtape by Drake. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying an album. This this is an album to me. Um, but it's, it's number six. It's number six for E-Mundo. you. No, know, that's crazy. That that's interesting. I have.
1: Color and Book, what was considered a mixtape. And then you got this, was considered a mixtape. Both of so y'all got know
2: the rules. Yeah.
0: You know, these, these but, are, damn near, these are two albums that you, these are albums, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, you can call it a mixtape or whatever, but these two albums right here with Color and Book, and if you read it you're like, this is all presented. Me personally, bro, about color and book? can I say something though? I, me personally,
1: Color and Book felt like more like an album. You should yeah. just made it an album. This felt like a mixtape, a no. really good mixtape. That's just me. I and, don't miss you, but this, this is an album to me. All right, moving on. So we have like no. number five. Number five, top five. Top five. Top top. Legendary top five. Five. Ain't nobody touching this top five. Except for me. Nah. My top five. I die. mean, that's I not. Mean, it's, mean, <laughs> it's not beat It's not beat Go ahead, go ahead, Chad. I don't know. Future Ortha. I mean, it's
0: pretty debatable. All right, all right, Chad. All right, Chad. Yeah, Future. Yeah.
3: Not, not bad,
1: bitch. Forest Hill Drive, Cole. Not bad at it. Can't be mad at it. Arguably his best album. Not bad at I it. I put it up there with Born Center. Um, I had the opportunity to go see it live. One of the best live performances I've ever seen. And he actually made another album. Uh, a live album for Forest Hill Drive. And it sounds really amazing. It was, yeah. It's a great cohesive album. Each song tells a story. He's a really good storyteller. J. Cole is really good at telling stories, like he's the best at it. Um, there's not much I can really say. Every song is is, is memorable. Like when I went to the um concert, I never seen an artist I never seen the audience really engage and sing lyric word from word, lyric from lyric. Like it was completely amazing. Like they were just singing along with him. And that's hard to do. Any artist, it's hard for any artist to do that and then do it live and for people to be cohesive with your music. That's amazing, bro. So yeah. it's definitely one of the most memorable albums of the decade. And this joint went double platinum. or more? I mean, it has to be top five. I'll talk about it later. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'll talk about it later. That's all I have to say. <laughs> you
2: snitching on yourself. You snitching on yourself. i
1: That's your I, Second time. I don't
2: care.
0: I'm snitching on myself. Stay tuned. You better get you're real good again.
1: Yeah. But, I would say this, it's not, this album's not better than its competitors, that I'm about to put above them. But go ahead. I ain't not a better rapper than the people I got
0: above them. Uh, it's intriguing. I'm very curious, see What kind of hole you trying to dig yourself right now? Uh, this is facts. You're giving yourself a hole over there, Chad? It's facts. All right, number five. Albums of the decade. It's going to go to no under no other than the legend, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap. Mm. Nipsey Hussle de- deserves a number five spot very easily. Um, mm-hmm. Victory Lap was a statement uh, to the rap game. This was one of those albums that nobody else can really mimic. You know what I mean? It's one of those hardcore West Coast um, lyrical Awoken kind of albums, you know what I mean? That nobody could really, to me, the only person that could, can um could really do an album like this will be Tupac, um, maybe Kendrick, but outside of that, Ice Cube, not an album like this, Sleep not up. not 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 an album like this. Okay, <laughs> let me let me let me remind you guys of what the track would sounds like. You got Victory Lap, you got Rap Niggas, you got Last Time That I Checked featuring Whitey, <coughs> he. Him and his collaboration just with YG brought the Bloods and the Crips together You know, you understand like how impactful That's, that is right. in the culture Like to bring the Bloods and the Crips together that were beefing for decades They were beefing for decades They were taking people's lives well, well, and killing well, each other well, for decades
2: Well, well, hold on Contrary to popular belief um, so Bloods, and, Bloods and Crips have united They have united causes. in the past this yes. is just another one of those causes okay, that let me, made them separ- um, okay. settle. They, they have a reputation for him separating their differences. Yes. New Fall has
0: man. done music with Tupac. Yes, they have been Bloods and Crips collaborating on MusicWise. But what I'm talking about is they, they no publicly more. came out and made a truce after Nipsey Hussle passed away. When Nipsey Hussle passed away, they came up with a truce. They were walking around with Blue and Red together, walking the streets together which has never been seen before in our generation. You know what I mean? So that's where it takes it takes it a little bit different. That That's the cultural impact that I'm talking about. The, um, the lyrics that he talks about, the truth that he speaks of in these lyrics, you know what I mean? How, how he talks about um, black wealth and health in our community yeah. and how important that is and how we need to start focusing on that. He was talking about this very early before he passed away. You know what I mean? Then people listen to his music and figure out what he was talking about? Um, young niggas dedication featuring Kendrick Lamar, Blue Laces two, Hustle and motivate, Status Symbol three, Sucker proof, Keys to the city, Grinding all my life, Millions while you look like this album is is a complete slap from start to finish. This was a perfect project. This to me was the best album of two thousand eighteen. It should have won the Grammy for the best hip hop album of the year. It lost to Cardi B Invasion of Privacy, um, but. It wasn't it, that good. Yeah, in my opinion, Cardi B. Cardi B had an incredible year. I don't want to take away Cardi B's smile. Yeah, album. and I, and I still want Cardi B to win. No, it, no, no. Brand. The
3: album, to give the album its credit, and you got to remember, she got a fan base overseas and as well.
0: Yeah, she
2: has a fan base overseas, and like she, she's If you go close. to New York, it's a it's a Latin it's a Latin C. They're right there. Hey, check it out. We got thirty seconds on the live. Left. Okay. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take a
0: break on part one. one. Oh. Um, Excuse I mean, Carmen, go, go ahead. Go ahead, close it out, Carmen. I know you said what you want to say again. Y'all done? Okay. We'll get back to uh the top five albums <laughs> of hip-hop. Go
1: oh,
2: ahead. Yeah. We mad, baby. Chad, let me borrow your boost weapons for this part. I don't want my dick poking up. Bitches be attacking me. <laughs> yeah. Top, <laughs> top,
0: top, 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 the top. Top pill real. episode 015. Part two, Hip-Hop Hours of the Decade or 016 depending on what... So Travajar got the say. best Hip-Hop list of all time. E-Money Boss has it. It's the but truth. Anyway,
1: it's a legendary make, list. Y'all, y'all make y'all decisions. Your decisions. favorites don't got lists like this.
0: Mm. You're right, they don't. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's go ahead, bro. Let's, get, let's go ahead and get to the top. <laughs> of, let's let's go ahead and do a do know recap. when I drop it. Let's do, let's do a recap. Do, go do your top ten... To five real quick. I'm giving my top ten. so at number ten, I got ASAP Rocky. Long live ASAP! Fire, yes. And
1: At number nine, I got Travis Scott Astral World. Mm-hmm. At number eight, I got Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap. At number seven, I got Ye and Hove for Watch the Throne. Understood. And then at number six, I got Chance the Rapper Color and Book. And then
0: at number five, I got J. Cole and Forest Hill Drive. This yeah. is cool. All right, so my top 10. Number 10, I got uh, Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday. Number nine, I got XXX with Questions. Number eight, I got J. Cole with Born Center. Number seven, I got Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Number six, I got The Sixth God, Drake. If you're reading this, it's too late. And number five, I got Victory Lap with Nipsey Hustle. It's crazy. Both my number six are both niggas from the Sixth. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, you know, numbers mean something, you know what I mean? when You, yeah. You know what I mean? You make it like, yeah. All right. Anyway, we're going to get into the top four albums of the decade, the top four hip-hop albums of the decade. And, you know, we we'll gonna go ahead and leave it up to Chad Visionaire to kick us off.
1: Number four is pretty hard for me, but I'm at peace with it now, so I'm going to just let it out. Damn, Kendra Lamar.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh wow. That's actually not even bad. Not man. bad. Wow. That's actually I had
1: to I had to put this up here I'm glad because I talk about it, okay? Let me, let's talk. Uh, about. Hold on. Let me put the chartlist up. Mm.
0: I do not can't me. making this? Oh god, chills. <laughs> uh, this is
1: another artist I was um, fortunate enough to see live. Mm-hmm. Um is that um just technically speaking, we saw him um, at Rolling Loud Music Festival. Mm-hmm. I think this our was first 20... Roland. Yeah, our first Rolling Loud. Yeah, first 2017. Roland. And he played this album. And man, this album was meant... Another album meant to be played live. Like, that shit was incredible. We were the second people
0: to hear it live, too. They played it first at Coachella, then played the Rolling Loud. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, we were gifted this <laughs> here a second. But mm-hmm. from, the, from the moment it started, like, I never heard anything like it. I just love artist any album that starts off with something you never heard like a, just a complete different sound so mm-hmm. once I heard it, and it sounded good so once he played it I was just like I was already in and then the second song DNA which is probably mm-hmm. the best song to me that shit's on a different level just because I, I felt like I there was a little Kanye it. influence mm-hmm. on there mm-hmm. cuz mm-hmm. Kanye was uh uses his, uh, his album Mm-hmm. He was there for that, the User's tour, by the way. Too, he opened. He up was there Kanye. as well. So he opened up for Kanye during the Eazy's tour. This beat itself alone just slaps by itself alone. Like you don't need lyrics on it. Like if you play this automatically, like we just played this, this instrumental, like we were gonna be like bumping our heads. But of course, Kendrick Lamar did his thing on on mm-hmm. this track. Then you got Element. You got Loyalty T with Rihanna. That was a the moment. Yeah. Then you got Humble One. Humble is nice. very special record. This is um, this is. This song they're going to be playing for a long time, too. This is going to be on the oldies type out al- uh, albums where people are going to be like, yo, I really like this song, da-da-da. Like, our kids, our grandkids are going to mm-hmm. be saying that. And then they use this song for, like, um, like, um, at riots or whatever, for, like, political campaigns. Like, they play this song all the time and stuff. So th- that was a the moment. Then you got lust, love. You got fear, God. I mean, the whole damn album is just cohesively really good Whatever and on
2: earth stays on earth yeah and it, put it had a
1: story things. like bruh, I, there's so much stuff you could say like another thing I like is um my mind is just racing um,
2: me, he did
1: um I, I remember Kid Jamar was talking about this album in the interview and he felt like he felt like this was his best album um to date he felt like this is better
0: than <laughs> his mom
2: felt it was his best album who his mom
0: his mom did too. Yeah, his mom Kendrick
2: to made me feel like I live in the Matrix after I heard that. Yeah, pretty much. He like This he was a movie. Like, yeah, this this a, real he art. made this me realize real like the world you really live in. Especially with the last couple tracks that he had with um Holo oh, Pope the last. What's and the I last the, three tracks? I like the kill Yeah, Fear, it was Fear. In fear, God, and Duckworth. Duckworth, God, and Fear my mom.
0: But I like Those the martial arts type influence too. Is that three minutes?
1: I like the martial arts type influence too, with the Kill Bill type things and stuff. That was that
0: was pretty. Okay, really briefly, just because you brought up this album, I have to talk about it for like less than a minute. All right, you talk about the kung fu influence. Did you damn. know that the first black um, you know samurai was if the first samurai was a black man? That's number one. Samurai. Number two, um <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that. Yeah, um Kenny Lamar with damn, um, you gotta look at this, like it's a puzzle. You know, what I mean when you start looking at the pieces to this puzzle, you start seeing the connection. First two songs, blood, dna. Next two next two songs, Yah Element. Yeah, is a God. Element is, is an element of a god. Oh, you gosh. got um, Pride and Humble, two, you know, what I mean, that go back to back. Love, lust. X, X, X fear God. He Duckworth. really put a lot of thought in this it. It's too much thought. Then Bruh, you go play the insane. album backwards, bro. If you play it don't backwards, with. it sounds that's, like a different. It's a different album. And he did it on purpose because he came out with the collector edition. The collector edition, which starts from the from the back to the to the front, right? You know what I mean. So, and even when you hear Duckworth, when Duckworth ends, it tells you to replay play it backwards. It tells you in the song. This it sounds cohesive backwards. When <laughs> you hear that shit is wild. This album. is That's two albums. albums wrapped into one. That's my when album. you start from Duckworth and you go to God and then you go to fear. When you go that way, the album is different. When you go from blood to DNA to ya, it's a different album. And this is just genius. This is just this is just pure. Artistry, pure genius. And when I first listened to it, I didn't really love it as much because I wasn't really <coughs> sold on the the cheap, the cheap kind of songs like "Humble." You know what I mean? Like I don't really like the 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 choruses that are so repetitive that I don't feel I don't feel like it's creative enough. But then. When I hear this album as a whole and feel like what he was actually trying to do, I understood it. But that um, hummus song was with the times too. That's, yeah, he, that's what the radio needed. That's yeah, what radio, that's what the radio. It was smart. Exactly. It's exactly smart. the loyalty song. I mean, this album is absolutely phenomenal. It's incredible. I love them. I heard it live. I met Kendrick Lamar at the uh, at the dope. TDE Championship Tour. I actually got to set next. Got to sit next to him, take a picture with him. Talk to him, and um, it was it was amazing, man. Like, um, shout out to TDE for just. he's real humble. He is, I, yeah, he's but. a very humble guy. Um, you know, shout out to the whole TDE. I have seen Schoolboy Q, Isaiah Rashad, Sir, uh, I, um, Abso. I, I met all of them. Um, so I mean, they're Hats off to them. I know we got to move on. Um, Like Kanye said, he's the guy in MC. Number three. There's there's no way around it. Top
2: five. I'm not sure, top four. Number
0: four.
2: (laughs) This is funny.
0: Number four for E Money Boss. I'm surprised. To Pimp. A Butterfly. Kendrick Lamar. I'm very surprised. This is, to me, Kendrick Lamar's number one album. And let me explain. When I first heard this album, I was coming from Pennsylvania with you, nigga, and <laughs> I, I I was in a situation where I, I didn't even want to be there anymore. I just wanted to go home, and I drove from Pennsylvania back home, and I heard this album. It leaked, and I remember Top Dog was really upset when this happened. Um, I did not like this album at all when I first heard it uh, because this is fresh off of Good Kid, Mad City. This is fresh off of the the you know the free that he was doing. This is fresh off of Control. And I'm just like, I'm expecting Kendrick to just fucking murder niggas right. lyrically on everything nah, that he drops. I'm going to make you think. And he made you think. He changed it up. He was like, I'm not going to give you what you think I'm
2: going to give guess you. guess what? Guess what, what my favorite what song on that album is? Which one? Institutionalized. Did you listen mm. to the message on that song? Yeah. It's crazy. I every, love, every
0: song is a the, deep message, though. Institutionalized me. was the last song that really resonated with me. It's crazy because that that's one of the songs that you would think that I would like the most, but... I actually love King Kunta. I love All Right, obviously. I love Hood Politics. I love how much a dollar really costs. When he talked about being an African and talking to the homeless person and, and, you know what I mean, having that connection and then realizing that all of us are one. You know what I mean? All of us are one. the album was more style.
2: controversial than people realized. Yeah. Like especially the way it opened up. Every nigga is it's a stop. star. And you got to think, about what, you think he, about what he meant when he said that. And when he said and then you also got to
0: think, too, what was he promoting when it was coming out? He was doing all the Untitled tracks. Right. not these track, I mean, oh you know, yeah when the this, Untitled album the Untitled, yes, album.
2: The untitled and, um, this, and um
0: yeah when this album was coming out Undated right, or something when shit. he was doing the late night shows mm-hmm. with Jimmy Fallon and David Letterman he wasn't doing the hits off of this album right he was doing the other songs we never heard of yet we was like what is this this was Untitled 3 this what was called my 7 what's the art cover the art cover I was like wow all, the, all these black people in front of the white wow, house you I mean, know what I mean like this is was what the he shit, is man. I mean, he talked about it. You know, I'm not, what he's gonna do if he had that power. If he had the power of a president, what would he do? Mm-hmm. I'll pay my mama's rent. I will do this. I'll get all my niggas out the hood. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then when you album takes you on this journey, it feels like it's not as simple as you think it is. You know what I mean? Like this is a real life thinking album. And you know, when he talked about going home to Africa, he went to Africa. He started making songs in Africa, and then you know, going to the Mandela jail and stuff like that. He he did all that kind of stuff and then he talked about going back home. Mm-hmm. He talked about Blacker the Berry and the Sweet of the Juice. He talked about I I love myself. I know all the stuff that my people went through and who I am. I still love who I am right now. The, the I track was so monumental. When you when this song came out it was it was it was unorthodox because when the song came out I it was an actual radio record. He did a video, he released it on radio, he performed it live, but then when you heard it on the album it's completely different. It's not the same eye that you're yeah, listening okay. to, so and it was live. And he did it on purpose, and and yeah. the eye track to me was so important. And I think what he pretty much wanted everybody to know from "To Pimp a Butterfly" is, um, you can be somebody that can be used to influence a culture by somebody else, you know, trying to use you, or you can reflect who you are. I, I myself, I love myself. I am this. You know what I mean? And then and then project that and let you go off of um off of your own um you know your own thoughts. So I really appreciate the Pimple Butterfly. It really had a huge impact on me personally, on the culture. His lyrics was insane, the beat selection was crazy, the quality of the album was there, and this doesn't have any skippable songs. Every song has a purpose. Even to the last track that you have a unused, unreleased Tupac verse. That's not Tupac verse. I'm sorry. Tupac interview that Tupac's family granted to Kendrick Lamar. still giving me chills when I hear. It. When I first heard, because nobody knew when "Mortal Man" came on and you heard Tupac's voice come on, if you if the if the back of your spine didn't sink down to your ass, I don't know what happened. Because that shit was crazy. I I was not, nobody was expecting a Tupac that was a interview. Was yeah, that moment. was insane. Because everybody obviously compared Kendrick Lamar to being the new Tupac, being from Compton, being from LA, having all that weight on. He's better showed. than Tupac. I didn't say it, Chad did. <laughs> I didn't say it, Chad did. All right. You got a lot of balls. I, I, I said what I said. I know my time is up. So we're going to number three? Yes, sir. Number three, and I'm very happy with this
1: one. Take care, Drake. At right, number
0: three. I
1: counted on you, nigga. Huh? I counted on you. <laughs> I counted on you. <laughs> Thank, Ronnie, Thank you. I had to put it out there. Um... This is my second favorite album. My first favorite album is Nothing Was the Same, and I'm going to get that vinyl. Nothing Was the Same, but I had to get Take Care. I had to get Credit Where It's Due. Uh, this is at a moment where this came out of 2011, I believe, and this is where Drake just shifted his whole sound, his whole wave, just everything he was doing at that time. Because what his changing. first album, his first album was Take Me Later Thank or something like. Sure. It sounded like everybody else. Like he had. A, a Swiss beat we song. About that the interview. Yeah, we talked about that. So it was something that wasn't Drake, but on of this album, we we got Drake and we got Drake for who he is and his sound. And I felt like each song is just relatable. I feel like it don't matter what part of life you're in. You get, like if you if you're cool or you are a drug dealer, just anybody. Like if you a nerd, like anybody can relate to Drake in some type of way with each song. And then the sound, the sound alone, like. It gives you that cold Toronto feel like I just love yeah I just like how music kind of like changed my mood it, it puts me in a certain mood I listen to take care of. like I sit down I just reflect on my past relationships and shit like he he really knows how to like get into you know people's emotional state and uh, mindset whatever so he got his songs headlines headlines I believe was the first song he laid out to the world I hate it that song that's so crazy I did. I hated that song when it came out. It was it was a good song when it came out. I, I played it, and then Marvel Room was this a phenomenal like that was another that was,
0: was a that was the lead single to this album.
1: Yeah, I remember so that trending on Twitter for uh, weeks at a time. Like so people kept talking about this. If you don't know again.
0: what Marvin's Room is about, he recorded that song in Marvin Gaye studio. studio. yeah. Shout out to Marvin Gaye. Shout out to DC. He's DC. And then and the, the remix
1: did really well too with Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor killed it on the remix. I remember that. And then, yeah, man. Right, this every song is cohesive. And it it it's its own way, it's, its own sound. Now you could um credit the weekend for helping him. making his Can man, you credit the Weeknd? No, you should credit. <laughs> Weeknd. I feel like Weeknd really yeah, had his man. hands on this. So, yeah, man. My favorite songs on here is Lord knows. I feel like that was one of Rick Ross's best verses. Hmm. Uh, I mean, that is, but that and that. That song he got on, um, Kanye's, Kanye's out, the "Monster." I compare those two. Don't he, no no no. Oh, no "Devil in no, no, a New Devil no, Dress." "Devil in a New Dress." Don't two verses, man. Then uh, "Hell Yeah," fucking right with Lil Wayne. Anthem. That was a moment. Anthem, anthem, bro. It's a lot of these songs is anthems. This this is an album like if you invite your friends, you are having a party, you can really just play this whole album, niggas going to rock out to it. So. Yeah man, he made his mark with this album This will never be forgotten People don't even like Drake like this album So definitely gave it to number three
0: I respect it I respect it wholeheartedly I was counting on Chad to put this in the top ten I really was Yeah, um, I had to Yeah, this, this Take Care album obviously is special From the intro, Over My Dead Body Shots for Me uh, Marvin Gaye, Buried Alive with the Kendrick uh, Interlude, Kendrick just Snapped on that shit. And that was just off of the the Club Paradise tour and Drake giving Kendrick his shot to shine Mm -hmm. on his album. Underground Kings being insane. And, And just holding this vinyl for the first time, I'm reading the back and I never knew that Drake intended this album to have four sides. Never knew that. I never knew that. And reading this, if you look at side one, Over My Dead Body, Shots for Me, Headlines Crew, sounds like one piece in itself. Side two, take care. Marvin's room, underground kings. We'll be fine. Is one is side two. Side three is make me proud. Lord knows, cameras doing it wrong. Side oh four, my God. cameras, yeah, bro. Shit. <laughs> side four, the real her. Look, look what you've done. Hell yeah, fucking right. Practice the like ride. The camera song I mean, obviously... I don't see
2: myself fucking into that. But this, you know,
0: this this is, is one of Drake's projects me. that what? is considered to be one of his best. This is what people normally say this is the classic. You know what I mean? This this is what people go on to right here. This, mm-hmm. this is 2011, right? Mm-hmm. This is 2011, man. And this song, this album... That drink is like
1: a book now that you've laid it out like that. Bro, That's this is
0: insane. Book. Like, the fact this came out in 2011, there's nothing in 2011 sounding like this. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing close.
3: And
2: that's why Drake has a good spot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Didn't, is, didn't Watch the Throne come out in 2011 as well? Yeah. was it 2012? It is
0: the better. Mm, yeah. On, on, on the level, on the impact, I mean, Watch yeah. the Throne People was definitely really great. banging at today. This but did They talked
2: about this more than Watch the Throne. Didn't the Carter Four. When did the Carter Four come out? Okay,
0: okay. We're not going to do that. Carter Ford, yes. it did. I think it did come out in 2011. But I don't to fuck up your list. I'm just going nah, 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 nah. to I mean, Carter Ford, obviously Lil yeah, Wayne had a huge impact. Yeah. But you got to think, this album came out when Lil Wayne was locked up. Lil Wayne was locked up. And Drake and Nicki Minaj holding it down. was holding it down for the Young Money Cash Money camp. So they He did his job. He did his job. Nicki did her job. This they exceeded, was, actually. Way
2: past expectations. Cause this was a fucking said. No,
0: this he was, was a the mixed kids. kid, Jewish kid from Canada that was on the Degrassi. Degrassi yeah, he wasn't supposed to be able to do that. And, and yeah. this nigga did this,
2: right? An Impactful
0: Out. We're talking about this nigga on top top albums of the decade, maybe one of the top albums. But neither was Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj was rappers. supposed to be able to do that either. Nicki Minaj was not supposed to do that. And so, credit to them for. Just blowing past expectations and the, believing in himself. He's in the conversations of one of the best rappers of all time. Period. Nobody would ever expect that. Mm. Period. <laughs> all right, Chance Vision. I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm content with that. With your number three. Um, Thank you, man. I I, I, I really am. I mean, it's well respected. But my number three, I have I have to give it to J. Cole. Um, Cole World. J Cole's number one project, and this is why Chad had J Cole 2014 Forest Hill Drive on his list earlier This is why J Cole is so far up on the list for me as number three 2014 Forest Hill Drive did something that nobody else was able to do this. Let me tell you how Amazing this this album was behind the scenes This album was the first album to go platinum with no features. Yeah, this was the first album Double platinum. double platinum no features. Nobody by him. Damn self. This is the first person he went back home. Sold out his home stadium mm. by himself. He had um, some guest appearances by Drake and Jay Z that came that came to his shows. The 2014 Force of Drive the HBO special that you mentioned earlier. You have somebody that went on tour that did that that actually did his tour, the 2014 Force of Drive tour, and started from intro number one. He played end. the whole album. He played the whole <laughs> album crazy. from
1: one to done. Never seen an artist do that. No he's like, other... hit records. He played the whole album. He played... I the, like it like that.
0: He played the whole yeah. album from start to finish. And then I in between, like in between, he gave people snippets of what they wanted to hear. Some of his, some of his, you know, dope tracks, yeah, you know, light, light Up, you know what I mean, yeah. the jump that got him put on the Jay-Z, you know what I mean? He, he did the, the jump with, with uh, Missy Elliott and uh, and Trey Song's, uh, you know, Can't Get Enough with, with Rihanna in the video. Um, so 2014, Forest So Drive was an incredible moment for hip hop because it proved for one you could be an artist from North Carolina, not even the most popular city in North Carolina. You could be a random ass country nigga from North Carolina, go to college, get a college degree, you know what I mean, come from a mixed a mixed family, yeah. you know what I mean raised by a white mother. You then uh, come out with an album, you get signed to Jay-Z somehow. You get all this blame on you from jacking people's styles and sounding too pop. You got Nas dissing you. Then you come out with an album that is by yourself, representing your where you come from, who you are, and it just put a fucking stamp on the hip hop game. I know he didn't
1: expect this, but
0: and then and then what he did with this album was he did it again and again. He took two thousand fourteen Forest of Drive. He then did For Your Eyes Only. And that went platinum with no features. Yeah, I don't know how. Then you did K.O.D. That went platinum with no features. And both of those tours he did from start to finish. Those to albums. I was there for the Four Year Eyes Only tour in Baltimore when he was talk. When he came out in handcuffs like he was going to prison. He talked about Colin Kaepernick not getting signed to the Baltimore Ravens and everything else going on um, with him um, and and how he felt about Baltimore uh, after the Freddie- after Freddie Gray passed away um, by the hands of police brutality. Dave Cole is an impactful artist. He's one of those people that, when he performs live, is not a Travis Scott feel, obviously. It's not Young Thug. It's nothing, nothing like that. But he made you feel that he's talking to you in the crowd. It doesn't matter where you're sitting. You can be in Section 400, or you can be right in the front next to him. He will make you feel like he's talking to you. And I felt that not only with the 4 Year Eyes Only Tour in Baltimore, also in Rolling Loud when he came to Miami. Let me ask
2: you this, though. Mm-hmm. You didn't see... We all know that he is a wonderful performance. Yes. performance. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. you know his stage presence is phenomenal. Yes. But if you didn't see the show and if you didn't watch the show, you know that little mm-hmm. watch show shit he had, yeah. uh, documentary, whatever. If you didn't watch him you literally just uh, listened to the album. Would you still feel the same exact way?
0: I still feel really strong about
2: So You was connected to this I'll, album I differently am. because
0: I am. you invested I'm into it. I'm invested. I see a different side. I, of I'll it. give you that to my to my credit to my discussion. 2014 Four Drive. Is more impactful on me than it is maybe other people. And I'm okay with that. I'm I can only give you who e-money boss is. I'm not gonna give you who somebody else is. What's top ten for me may not be top ten for you. It may not be top ten for, for Chad Visionary, it may not be top ten for Antonio Wayside, it may not be top ten for Carmen Asalian. but top ten for e-money boss, J. Cole is number three. The for 2014 Forest Hill Job for the reasons that I gave you. There's no other artist living that has done what J. Cole has did. And this is the first album that he actually knocked left apart. He went plat double platinum, no features. He he toured his album from start to finish. He did everything he did things that no other artist thought they could do in their career. He's he's on a whole different playing field by himself.
2: I mean he paved the way for a lot of um, for a lot of hip hop artists. Not yeah. To, to, to be able to accomplish certain things that right. was like just undoable. And then to come out with the
0: Dreamville record label to do the Dreamville um, um, concert at home in North Carolina and to also do the cable That's record. why he can be
2: put like it's just like drinks, um with his website the way he sold his first mixtape off of uh, OVO.com. Right. Like it's just crazy. It's like he, he kind of like set a new standard. He set a new standard. Exactly.
0: And nobody else can compete. Like I don't know who else do you know can go platinum with no features? Yeah. Period. And that's, that, that's not just hip-hop. That's anybody. That's rock, r and I don't give a fuck what your genre is. Who has an album that went platinum with no features? Somebody just said
1: how you put 2014 Forest Hill Drive with, to Pimp My Butterfly. I just did. And
0: for the reason I just gave you. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, I would. listen, <laughs> from what I just I told would. you, Kendrick would. Lamar is an incredible artist. That
2: City was better than to Pimp My Butterfly. No, he's... No, he, oh, okay. Right, and, and some people feel that way too. and And... Good kid, man. It resonates differently because it was more of a reality based thing. And, but it wasn't. But the Pimble butterfly was more political, yes. I felt. Yes. It was more it political. Was. But, like, Good Kid Mad City was like, nigga, this to, is to the pimple hood, butterfly this is where I'm at, this is what niggas is. Good Kid Mad City related to the niggas that are in
0: the street right now. It related to people who are involved in street activity. Hell yeah. You have that's to have a higher level good.
2: of consciousness to really understand the pimple butterfly, which right. is why it won't resonate with everybody as right. deeply. Right. Which is why I feel Good Kid Mad City is a better album. Right. Just because. And that's
0: respectable. You know what I mean? That's respectable. There's nothing wrong with, with what he just said right there. Some people want to feel like Good Kid, Mad City is number one. Some people gonna feel like Triple Butterfly is number one. And really, there's no real number one answer. It's all based on your opinion. It's opinion. It's opinion-based. It's fine. It's opinion-based. Yeah, it's hard with Kendrick. It's hard he, with Kendrick, Kaye, Hov, Ho, Drake. But I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you 2014 Forest Will Drive because of one, he went double platinum with no features. He did. He sold out his home stadium by himself. He also um, uh, started. He did his tour with doing his whole album from start to finish. Nobody else was able to do that. So period. That's it. Number three. Alright, number two.
1: Um, you already mentioned it. I'm going with Kendra Lamar to pin my butterfly. Wow. Wow. I am. Somebody could be right. Because um this album pretty much this album is gonna be um, it's one of those albums you're gonna study. Yeah. like just like yeah, exactly they can have a whole yeah. class on this. Yeah. A whole, yeah. class. They don't have a whole a class, class on this. And he really places mark on it. Yeah, it
2: wasn't I get what you're saying. It really a lot of people not That's the thing. It's, it's like, like if you are not at that level yeah, of thinking, high, yeah. like here's the thing like when you're just sitting down wanting to like I'm a kind of person, like this is the reason why I love Biggie over Tupac. And a lot of people are going to hate me. A lot of people are going to hate me for saying this, but see, here's the thing about Tupac. Tupac was a uh, 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 a philosopher Okay Biggie was like This is raw Explicit I'm gonna paint a picture for you All right. Biggie paints the picture Tupac makes you think And right. I just feel like If you think about that Perspective be between two artists These two albums Good Kid, Mad City Is This is painting the picture Which is why When I turn it on I don't have to think that hard Just because Nigga I've seen it I lived it. I know. Like, right. nigga. Like, them scenes, them little cut scenes were like, hey, where you from, homie? Where your mama stay? Where your grandmama yeah. stay, nigga? Yeah, that's the real That idea. shit. But it's like, but with, um, with, um, To Pimp a Butterfly, it's more so you have to listen to it a couple more times yeah, yeah, and yeah. really... I, I like uh did that comparison
1: that's really good. You I'm have to
2: think about. you have to dig into the message and not just necessarily what he's throwing at you. You have to actually I mean, look at it from a God view. You have to look at it from a very um detailed view in certain parts. And, that, and it's just a different type of album. Well, Never I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all
1: I, I I think it should be uh top 2. Number 1. I I feel like this is one of the albums. This is not even um Top 10 of the decade This is top 10 In my opinion Period uh, Period Because Not We could argue about Lyrically And the substance And everything That went along With this album But Musically The sound of this album Was just Different On it was the whole different. Look at me when, when I'm talking Like the sound on this I don't know For people who, who, does, who don't You know Play an instrument Who's not really Don't really have a Hear from music, who's not an engineer or whatever, you're not in the music industry. If you're a musician, if you're, you play an instrument, you're a producer, you're an engineer, and you really sit down and you listen to everything sonically that went to this album, the instruments, and every, everything that was behind the lyrics.
0: Fucking perfect. Yeah. These it's walls perfect. Everything, yo. You if these walls were we crazy. Bro, when he was talking about this it's like perfect, how bro. he had a battle between himself, like him him emotionally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that song right there, he talked about how he had to fight to get that record on the album. Yeah. Like people were telling him, You does not need to be on this album. It was so different and so polarized. And this and because we keep saying this word, might as well. Kendrick Lamar is the first hip hop artist, period, the first rapper. Period to win the Pulsar. he's the Pulitzer Prize winner. No, but no yeah, that's other big. musician that's has yeah. that has that award. Yeah. So shout out to Kendrick Lamar for. That says the a lot right
1: there for you just mentioning that. Yeah, but yeah, man, this. When and another thing is too when I go back and listen to other albums, I could I, I compare other albums with like. There's no perfect album. Like I could like with Forest Hill Job and the other albums, I could pick little stuff out and be like, they could have left this out. They could've did this and that. But even even the critics even the hard ass critics if you go and you look, you type in Google and you look at all the critics that rated this album, 10 over 10, flawless. Mm-hmm. I never seen it. usually critics got every little damn thing to say. But every critic that I like to listen, to, one of them, uh, y'all should check him out. His name is Needle Drop. Uh, I think that's what his name. head white dude. I I got you hit to him, Antonio. Mm-hmm. Needle drop. I think that's his name. Yeah, we watch him. Yeah. But I never seen him give anybody a real 10, o- 10 over ten. I think I think that they, he gave they, this album ten over ten. He I think it's a, I
2: think album. the amount of time and effort that he put into this album also takes a good part into it. Just because a lot of uh, a lot of artists when they're signed. They have deadlines that they really yeah, try to. Yeah. That it's like no matter what, me, the engineer, the mastering engineer, we all just have to send this out by this time. And Kendrick, a lot of times, bro, like he'll like detox from all of that. That that perspective of thinking, he was like, no, like I'm going to make sure by any means necessary that. What I want to happen is I'm to glad happen. he took his time. That's like I said, that's the most,
1: Some the most perfect that. art, and sometimes, perfect, know,
0: yeah, sometimes we just need that from a certain artists. All right, oh, what the fuck, I just do? I broke it, bruh. I got you. Um, okay, so he <laughs> <It's inappropriate>. said <laughs> I broke it. I broke it, I don't know. Dang, what tab was we on? I don't know. Jesus Christ, you got too many tabs. Um, I'm going to give you my number two. I'm glad to type it in again. That's fine. Um. What do you want say? Drake. Drake. Oh, okay. Nothing.
1: Was oh, saved. I'm not mad at that. Damn, I'm, I'm actually mad you got that up there like that. <laughs> I'm um, not mad at
0: that at all. So... I've been doing a lot of battling for these past couple of weeks. We we talked well, that about it and take care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this was so hard, bro. And even if it's reading this, it's too late. So many people have to take care as being the classic album. Like this is what take care was it take care was that, and I'm so glad that Drake actually came out with the interview with Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson and be And um and he talked about nothing was the same. Um from talking to Chad Visionaire to talking to my little brother. Photographers, uh, just other people like that that love that was the same. Shout out to my to favorite my albums. Yeah, when you start really going back and listening to these albums, when you hear nothing was the same, you realize that the impact that he left on the culture with that album, nothing was the same. You know what I mean? Like it, lit- like literally, like he, he he literally put that album title album title out because he meant what he said. You know what I mean like this this album when you start off with, uh, with a track like Tuscan leather oh my god that's god. a legendary oh. intro he has the best intro if yeah. you ever think about it yeah think about it legendary, legendary Tuscan, Tuscan leather over oh, um, my dead body oh mm-hmm. yes yeah. even fireworks with Alicia keep No, that was
2: what was the intro to views though because that shit was fucking that's crazy hard. That's what hard. was the name she of it my family oh yeah, my yeah, fucking shit. god son what Oh my god, I cried when I heard that shit. Drake is the embodiment I cried
0: hearing that shit of setting the tone. Drake knows how to set the tones to all of his albums. Every single That's one bad. of Drake's intros are memorable. Even Scorpion. Even Scorpion, even with the survival, like he's that like, yo, I'm about to fucking murder niggas yeah. on this album. It was album. savage you know mode on you understand, understand this. understand it. It was savage. Side A, I'm murdering niggas. Man. Okay? Side B, I'm fucking your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, uh, and, and, and shout out to Drake for doing that. So okay, nothing was the same. Tuscan leather. Yeah,
1: first song off. But
0: I mean, how long are the nigga gonna spend time on in intro? If that you, motherfucker was seven goddamn need, nigga. Like, keep going. do <laughs> you need? Keep
2: don't going, talk. nigga. Don't stop talking.
0: Like, <laughs> don't bro. stop rapping. That's that's when I listen to him right, I'm like. Keep going, bro. Keep going. Say your I shit, always, And I was trying to figure out, why does Nothing Was the Same never resonated with me as much as Take Care, as much as if you're reading this, as much as you, the Scorpio. I'm like, why? Why was this? And then Elliot Wilson said something that stood out to me. When he talked about Nothing Was the Same. And Drake said himself that Nothing Was the Same was his favorite album that he came out with. And Elliot Wilson agreed with him. And, and he said, you know, do you feel like it was because of Kendrick's ascension during that time? And then you think about it, damn. Kendrick Lamar did take over
2: this year. And
0: Drake when still came out. It's 2013. Yeah. I don't
2: know cuz I still listen to nothing was the same when I listened to Drake. Right now? That year Right, right, now. right, I'm now. That right year now I'm talking about that year. I'm now. talking about that year I was in high school when that shit November came was out. Same I was when back yes. back I wasn't that I wasn't you. I was a nigga that was I was in me. a relationship though. I was I was with my first love at okay. that time. Okay. And and, and so it was a different done. period of my life. I was more focused on the romantic side than I was. So some
0: people resonated with this album. Generally, because they were going through some shit that they related to, some niggas just. Something but then, like over the album. years, it's like, it's like yeah. Over the year, Drake makes timeless music. He makes music that's not designed for his time period. This is a album in a time capsule. This is 2013, and you got songs like Tuscan Leather, Furthest Thing, Started from the Bottom. Let me just talk about Started from the Bottom. I hated that song. I hated. I hated songs. Up. But think about it. When at the 2013 time, I hated how repetitive it was. I was like, you're not saying anything. What song was it? Uh, "Started from the Bottom." Started from oh, yeah. the bottom that year. Now, when it came out, I didn't
2: really like. Started from the bottom that I oh, didn't talk about bra- it I love everything about
0: it. But it became an anthem. I heard that. I heard five uh, five a.m. in Toronto. I heard the rest of the tracklist. I heard language. I Just heard on. behavior. Oh no. I heard from time. I heard the jump with Janae Aiko. I heard. Hold on, we're just going home. Can you he talk had a about real... how good the furthest thing was. I mean, bro, too so much connect, three oh five in my city. He had a drunk with Jay Z with pound cake He mm-hmm. had bro, like Pound Cake was care shit. Bro, all of me with Big Sean and two chains. This Big Sean's best verse on there. <laughs> big Sean killed that. Y'all gotta give it to him. Own it, bro. This album, big bro. Big Sean killed that. This album, bro. If you go back and listen to this, you have to go back and listen because I did this a disservice. I definitely had to take care take care over this album. After re listening to this album in twenty nineteen, going into 2020 I had no choice but to select my favorite Drake album right now, and it has to be Nothing Was the Same. When you listen to the trackers, when you listen to what he was talking about during this time, this is it. alright I ain't mad at that, bro. That's my favorite album. One of my favorite albums. It's crazy.
1: You picked that kid. I picked the same.
0: Jesus Christ. All right. It worked
1: out. It worked out again. Number two. two of the, Those two albums should, definitely should have mentioned. Yeah. The
0: and, it, and, and they work. Yeah. So I'm happy. I think I think everybody knows my number one. I think everybody knows my number one. I think everybody should just say it for me. All right. So. <laughs> all right. We're number one. How much time do we have, by the way? Do we? Um, so you good, bro. Good? Alright. Number one hip hop album you probably know it. of the decade. Just say it for me. Kanye West. Yes. My beautiful, dark, twisted yes. fantasy. Yes. 2010. Yes. This man started the decade. Period. He said, here you go. This is the blueprint of what the 2010s are gonna be. Pretty much. Period. Period there's this album is what you call perfection yeah another perfect album there is nothing that you can add or subtract divide or multiply to this album this is it nigga this is Pim dance this is the this is your blueprint this is 2010 11 14 this, four. this is number one for me too. <laughs> I already do, bro. Like this is by a long shot, by the way too. Like this was not even a question when I knew when I was doing this. When I was doing this list, I knew what I knew I I my number one was. Yeah. This too, was number bro. one first. Everything else I have to think about. But it's a complete albums, track list. This this just so in case you guys don't remember, "Dark Fantasy" featuring Nicki Minaj. Gorgeous. I love how animated she was on that track, by she the way. Said, she, this, she fit it that perfectly. And this sits so perfectly to my list, because you think about 2010 was the Nicki Minaj takeover. Right. Okay? The Nicki Minaj take 2010, bro, you had the Young Money nigga with Bedrock and them doing that shit. You had Nicki Minaj coming out with her album. You had Nicki Minaj on Monster. You had her on Dark Fantasy. You just, Nicki Minaj took over 2010. That was her year. Period. She has songs of Beyonce and Rihanna following that. But anyway, Dark Fantasy featuring Nicki Minaj. Next song, you have Gorgeous featuring Kid Cudi, oh, Roxanne. That's crazy. Come on, bro. What? That was on a whole different level. Then you got Raekwon, a legend. Legend. Legendary. Then you have a song like Power, which is an anthem. You put this shit on, you want to run a mile on the gym. All yeah. the Lights interlude, beautiful. Then leading into All the Lights, um, the song itself. That song was like that song that song made me scratch my fucking I told head you no he
3: wouldn't
0: listen what go ahead okay um all of the light. all of the lights um was such an amazing track with so many influential people so many people don't a lot of people don't realize how many people actually were on that song from John Legend oh yeah you Joe. know what I mean to Kid Cudi to Rihanna to to all to all these amazing people that influenced that one song with well, just a little yeah. Fergie, just a little people. That's the video visited. was amazing too. What, <laughs> um, Monster obviously, Rick Ross with the intro, Jay Z with his bar, and then Nicki Minaj's and Pusha T, uh, killing it. Best I mean, verse, one of the best verses of the decade. Nicki Minaj, uh, solo Applaud. Oh, uh, i was talking about Nicki Minaj with Monster. Uh, oh yeah, that too. Um, uh, best person. so Soul Applaud was amazing too. I think Jay Z had the best verse of that album. I mean yeah. that song. A solo plug. A solo plug. I feel like J. D. does gotta listen word. to that again. So I, I mean that's fine. RZA, another legendary hip hop legend that closed out that track. You also have Swiss Beast on there and Pusha T, um, and also signed High the Prince, "The Devil in a New Dress" featuring Rick Ross, "Runaway." That right, is Ross' best verse. Yeah, and, and how Kanye was like, "Bro, get back in the, get back in the." I'm glad he did it. that. If he would never did that, we would have had a different verse, man. Runaway. Featuring Pusha T, that that whole video. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Was a bro, like he made a short film out of this whole
1: album. That was yeah. another thing, like
0: th- this is a film, <laughs> this is an album. Hearing Kanye perform this, performed this live as well too, with with his, uh, with his uh, instruments, man, oh, yeah, the keys, yeah, that and was, the beatmaker. Bro, hell of a life. The blame game, lost in this world, featuring Bon Iver, and of course, who will survive in America. This this album is what you call perfect. You could literally
1: talk about each song for days and critically acclaim like all the critics
0: say it's like one of the best hip hop albums ever. I don't yeah. even care what the critics say. You yeah, know, I didn't even care It's either. crazy that we all everybody has Everyone. a collective and understands that this is the yeah. album of the decade.
1: The majority hip hop fans know what it is, bro. Like, it is what it is. If you don't listen to
0: hip hop, then you you are not going up. And and the crazy thing is, bro, what what surprised me most about me picking this, this album came out in November of two thousand
1: ten.
0: Yeah. November of two thousand ten. Yeah, This John like, almost didn't make the decade, bro. Like, but this John, this John started the decade. Mm-hmm. It really did, man. Um, my beautiful dark of fantasy, Kanye West. Maybe number one album, of de- yeah. number one album of the decade, man. Give All it up deserves. for day. Um. Obviously. You know, we both picked number one album to be Kanye Westman, Beautiful Dr. Fantasy." I'm not actually surprised at that. Um, you know, my list, uh, we go ahead and give a recap of our list. Um, Chad, you wanna go ahead and give your recap real quick? Yeah, so, shout out to my legendary list. <laughs> <Go
1: ahead. laughs> number 10, I got ASAP Rocky, Long Live ASAP. At number nine, I got Travis Scott, world. At number eight, I got Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap. At number seven, I got Ye and Ho for Watch the Throne. Number six, I got Chance the Rapper, Coloring Book. Number five, I got J. Cole, Force Hill Dry. Number four, I got Kendrick Lamar, Damn. Number three, I got Drake, Take Care. Number two, I got Kendrick Lamar again, with To Pit My Butterfly. And number one, I got Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Shout out,
0: shout out, uh, Chad Visioner for having Kendrick Lamar so high up on the top five. Yeah. Anyway, um. yeah, and um, that's not even my favorite
1: artist, and yeah. and I want I did that on purpose just to show how great he is, because mm. I, I could have easily put Kanye West and Drake on there again, yeah. but I was like, I need to shine light on these other albums, but I still got good Kendrick too,
0: so I just wanted to point that out. And don't forget the criteria as well too. The criteria is cultural impact, lyrics and vocals, beat selection, quality, and skippable songs. So, to me, like like we said, with skippable songs, you can have five amazing records on your album, but your album is 20 songs long. If I'm skipping 15 songs in your album, like those those five songs get overshadowed. Quality of the album, you know what can you a cohesive project, you know what sounds good together. Beat selection, you know half of your song. There's and vocals. Can we throw in my um, honorable mention? Uh, cultural Impact. We'll talk, okay. that we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. we talk about So, um, my recap of the top 10 number 10, Pink Friday, Nicki Minaj. Number 9, Questions with XXX. Number 8, Born Center with J. Cole. Number 7, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Number 6, Six God with If You're Reading This Is you let Jersey Drake. Number 5, Victory Lap, Dixie Hustle. Number four, "To a Butterfly," Kendrick Lamar. Number three, "2014," "Four Hill Drive," J Cole. Number two, "Nothing Was the Same" with Drake. Number one, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." I told you our top five was gonna be pretty similar. Yeah, I knew it was. <laughs> I mean, you can't deny these people right here. You can't deny these. This five, obviously, if we are picking Drake, Kendrick, and Cole to be the the niggas of our time, you know what I mean? Those those are the people who are solidified of being the top rappers, period. Obviously, they came with some strong body of work, and our list just reflects that. They came out with the best albums when they dropped them, and that's why they landed on our list. Um, You want to talk about some honorable mentions? Yeah, I got one.
1: Uh, I'm gonna just do this for the culture. (laughs) So, the one I had on rotation... Adidas uh, Jamaican Jump. The one I had on rotation... Can I throw out two? Do what you want. You can do it real quick. Three. So, okay. at number 10, I had Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday.
4: Mm.
1: I had Rick Ross, Teflon Don. I heard you playing that, you Heavy earlier. Yeah, I was I really contemplating. I know. And then I had Future, mm. D 2 Dirty Sprite 2. That's a mixtape. Mix That's a mixtape. Mix hey, hey, is uh,
0: Dirty Sprite, Sprite 2 a mixtape? Yeah, it's a mixtape. Dirty Sprite 2 is a mixtape. Antonio. Thirty Sprite Two is a mixtape. Um, is that mixtape, bro? What?
1: Thirty Sprite Two. Yeah, but it turned into an album. The album, yeah. So yeah, that was in my rotation.
2: I'm glad you said that. I was gonna say that, but um, I wanted to throw in. First off, if you're talking about like something that changed the fucking culture, let's first talk about Tyler the Creator. Between uh, Wolf, oh, yeah. between Wolf and Goblin. And Igor. <laughs> Yeah, those really changed a lot. Yeah, the,
4: the it's, there's a lot of artists already. too, and you got
0: you can't also we also gotta mention this man as well too, Kid Cudi. Um, Kid Cudi, Indie Cud, of course, my favorite artist. Yeah, Indie Cud was it was, also, it was so special, bro. Indie my top twenty. Indie Cud, uh, ASAP Rocky at long last ASAP was to be my favorite ASAP Rocky project. That's probably his best one for. Yeah. Um, uh, I had watch, watch the Throne as well too. So other than that, my list is pretty solid. I I wanted I would I wanted to mention Kid Cudi. I wanted to mention ASAP Rocky. And then you know the watch the Throne. Okay, I, uh, I wonder to some other ones that I one. had I had Pusha T.
1: My name is my name. Mm, no. I had uh of course Kid Cudi, Indie Cut. I had uh Challenge Gambino on internet. Mm, because the internet that's another good list. had Jay Z, Magna Carter. Add the game. his four 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 too. Add the to game Jesus Piece. Right, 444. I had Big Sean, Dark Sky, Paradise. I felt like that was slept on. Yeah, bro. I even had Wale on here. Uh, Which Ambit, Wale album? Ambition. Ooh. But it was two songs. The Gifted was better that than that. No. That, didn't, his, that one song he did with Big Sean, I was like, he should have never did that. The
0: Gifted is another memorable you know, album. Was that was something I'm talking about with Big Sean, right? Uh, chain Music? No. Slight Word. Oh,
1: Slight Word. That is Bird. shit. That's okay. so kiddish. Lozy. <laughs> wow.
2: Love Rage mm, 2. Yeah, that's a good one. No. That was Rage 1. That was no, a good one. Two is, 2 is better than 1. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like cultural impact, though. Yeah, 1. <clears> niggas <throat> was on 1 heavy. I R- made a lot of you niggas.
0: All right, y'all. So know. that is going to be Top Hill episode 1. 5. five. <laughs> you got to think about R- that two. for a minute, bro. Part 2. Um... Man, this is the end of the decade. This is the end of the year. I can't wait to put my list on Twitter. Yeah, we're gonna put our we're gonna post our Man, list up there. Girl. Definitely. I'm happy about it. Please um, vote who you like guys there. felt got it right. Who had the best list when it came to R and B? When it came to hip hop, I know I definitely had the R and B list. Ain't no questions. Um, also with the. I got the hip hop. I gotta hip about that. I'm now, sorry. Now, I'm literally about it. I won this You put
1: XXX. Yeah, yeah, that shit. You up, bro. That yeah, I don't give a fuck. That shit <laughs> that shit
0: impacted the culture and to me that album was incredible. So if you don't know what you're talking about, listen to questions by XXX and then you might understand what I'm talking about. Oh. Um but under, other than that other than that, man, I'm I'm happy with my last my, with my list. I know you're happy with your list. Um, that's top hill, man. We're gonna wrap this shit up. Um Shout out again to uh, Quality Touch Studios, CEO uh, Will Bowser, shout out to Antonio Wayside, the host of Quality Check Live, and also the head engineer, producer as well uh, over there at Quality Touch Studios. Shout out uh, to Carmen DeStallion Stallion uh, for also assisting us with this video. Um, I just want to say one last thing.
1: I want to say Happy New Year's. We yes. We close it out um, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot in store for Top Hill. We got a lot in store for our whole team like you said shout out to antonio wayside carmen the stallion and uh will browser like we we got a lot of stuff that we're about to cook up in 2020 so yeah i wish everybody uh, the best success mm-hmm. and um uh, just stay in
0: tune with uh stay tuned oh yeah because this, we year, this like. year we're coming for that ass we're coming for that ass this year like this, no 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 this, say it again we're coming for that ass you hear like that that's mine you know what I mean? So, Hold on, don't problem, first of all, niggas, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so, with what's coming up, this is definitely a close of a decade, a close of a year. This chapter is over. We're about to start a new chapter. I think everybody um, that I know I'm affiliated with are in a certain space that they know that they are part of something bigger and they're ready for it to happen. And I'm so blessed to be in a space with a Chad Visionaire, Tony Wayside, a Carmen The Stallion. Uh, Will Bowser, uh, Miss America, Chef Rhonda, uh, Nails by Her, by Jamila, uh, uh, Rico Spazin, to uh, eight, 80 Shots with Diggs, with Greyhouse 777. I got so many people. We got so many people. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's just give you a quick little preview. Season 2, 2020. We're going to start having guests on our show. We've been talking about this for a while. Our first guest are going to be quality check live so shout out to quality check live for agreeing to be the first guest on top hill podcast um every week we're going to feature um a business an entrepreneur a uh an artist a producer somebody who wants to get out their their product their business so if you guys are interested in being a part of our show uh, or being featured please uh hit us up in our dms top hill pod E-Money Boss or Chad Visionaire. Anything else you
1: got to add? No, man. That's it. Um, like I said, I wish y'all nothing but success in 2020. Um, God bless you and all y'all families. Be safe out here.
0: Happy New Year's 2020. Recover for the
1: ass. Yes, sir. Let's go. I'm out. I'm Chad Visionaire. I'm E-Money Boss. Peace. This is Top Hill. Peace.